Let's roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. Welcome to Countercharge. I'm Rough Enough. Tonight, we're going to give you a peek into our slow grower league at War Room Hobbies here in Memphis, Tennessee. We'll start with a rundown of the structure and schedule of the league, followed by a chat with the players. Hopefully, we'll share at least a few tips along the way that you can use in your local league. So sit back and enjoy. So the idea of running a Kings of War Slogan League is something that uh, Mike uh, Horner, Warner of War Room Hobbies, and myself have been uh, thinking about for some time. You know, kind of coming off the heels of a successful Vanguard League, it just made sense to go ahead and uh, run a league for the for the flagship game system. Uh, and the way we've structured the league is it's basically uh, building armies in increments of 250 points. And we meet at the store every Wednesday night. And what we have is a two-week rounds for gaming so the first round was 750 thousand 1250 and you know we assign a matchup and you have two weeks to get that game in um, along with any pickup games you want to get i think one of the keys to this success of the league so far has been that we match up the players that actually show up on wednesday nights so uh you know there's 16 people in the league and 11 to 12 of them typically show up uh, on a wednesday night well the people that show up are guaranteed to get a game in because we make sure that happens. Um, the, the folks that can't make it on Wednesday night, you know, we'll match them up with someone else and, and hopefully they can play on a Saturday or a Sunday. So that's that's how the games are played on the off nights, uh, the, the Wednesdays in between the matchups. Uh, we have hobby nights. And the first one we did was kind of just a, an overview of Kings of War. We brought in rule books and stuff and just to get a people a sense of that this is an older game than they, than they realize and that there's a lot of background there. The second night we did... Um, Basing, and obviously the third night we did podcasting, where we got a chance to just show people uh, that side of it, and we'll have ones on painting and sculpting and stuff going on alone, uh, and all those kind of things. You know, the league is hopefully inspiring people to build their armies to two thousand points, with the end result being uh, participating in a two-day GT at the shop, July thirty-first and august 1st and you know along the way you know, we reward points for winning and losing in your league games for participating in pickup games um, and then also hobby right so depending on the unit strength you get points for building you get points for getting things to tabletop level you get points for scenic basing so you also just get points for showing up you know showing up on a wednesday to play or hobby you get an extra point you know we're really just trying to encourage your participation in any level uh that, that, that you want and we're just trying to encourage people to build armies with that let's get into some conversations we've had with some of the players given the amount of players we had and the fact that we only have six mics we broke it into two sessions so here's the first of two sessions welcome to counter charge this is falls this is austin casey it's thompson billings this is Cody Moblick. And this is Taylor William. And I'm Ralph Enough. And as you heard, we have five new players to the show. I don't think any of you guys have been on before. Austin laments the fact that he did have an episode that was scrapped because the content wasn't very good. <laughs> and I told him it was just when he was by himself, it wasn't as interesting. But when we, we have friends with him, 
bring out the best in them. So friends is a strong word. Friends is a strong word. <laughs> so what we're going to do tonight is we're going to talk about the slow girl league that we're having at War Room Hobbies. Talk about why we're playing it. What armies are we playing? How we're finding the armies we've chosen? What are, what are some things we would have done differently? But before we get there, let's go around the horn and a little introduction of who you are, where you're from, and how you got into the hobby. Uh, let's start over with Taylor. Okay. Um, I really first started with all this hobby stuff. Um, well, let's say this. I started off playing video games. I played video games all the time as a kid. I would play Dawn of War for, like, Warhammer, things like that. I didn't even know Warhammer was a board game, or not a board game, but tabletop stuff, anything like that, until... Uh, two years ago <laughs> and then I s watched a bunch of videos I started deciding whether or not it would be a, like a good investment what I could do with it I used to draw a lot I would think it'd be like a good creative outlet pandemic happened and not working from home stuck at home all the time good time to do all kinds of hobby stuff and I picked up a box of uh, Warhammer stuff first I built it, painted it. The Age of Sigmar or 40K? Uh, 40K. Yeah. Um, and started with that, met a bunch of really cool people coming up here, because um, I didn't even know this shop was here. Mm. How long have you lived in the area? I've lived here 20, oh my God, how old am I? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be 30. I'm oh my here. God. I, I, I don't balls. know. I, I'd say about 25. How much years. do you want to be 30 right I would love to be 30. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, somewhere between 25, 27 years. So. Okay. Well, I was going to ask me that. Well, I'm just looking at the old, I mean, I'm old, I'm almost 50, so. But yeah, I, I like was really into all the lore uh, with tabletop, uh, tabletop stuff in general, mm -hmm. Warhammer, all that, age, a little bit of Age of Sigmar stuff. Then started playing the games, played a couple games of 40K. Then I met somebody who introduced me to Kings of War. and got Who was that? Do you remember? Uh, Mankiller. Oh, Robin. Robin Mankiller, yeah. Mankiller. Everybody here would know him. Uh, but he let me do a demo game, and we did it at his place, and it was so much fun. Like, it was it was something about it was so much different than 40K because I didn't have to have so much stuff going through my head. Not to say anything bad about 40K or this, you know, but it's just like... They're different games. Yeah. It's yeah. so much fun to just feel the models moving across the table, all that stuff. It, it's a different aesthetic, yeah. right? Uh, you know, right. it's... Ranks and flanks, mm -hmm. pushing models. Whereas 40k, I, I, I call it a gotcha game. It's 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 not moving the models is an important step of that, but it's yeah. really more about the list building and, and trying to outsmart your opponent. Which in this game, there's a little bit of that, but it's really about how you play on the table. Exactly. Which both ways are completely fine, right? It, and attracts different types of people. Yeah. And there's many people that like both, like Thompson here. I like both for sure. And yeah. you're playing in the, the slow league. What armies did you pick and I why? I did Abyssal Dwarves uh, because anytime I do anything fantasy, uh, like D&D I'd recently started or anything like video games, World of Warcraft, for example, my first character ever was a dwarf. And I've always liked dwarves in general for when it comes to fantasy. Um, and I saw they had regular dwarves, and then I saw they had evil dwarves. And I'm like, well, of course I'm going to do evil dwarves because they have demons, they have gargoyles, they have all this cool stuff. That's not just dwarves, which is kind of what drew me to it. And I started looking at the models um, and like what some of the schemes looked like and things like basically like what the, what the box art looked like. And I really liked the look of them. I love the whole. Um, like coming from the abyss type of thing and just I like the evil side of it because I play you know 
bad guys in 40K, so we're, well, bad. Is that might be saying something about you as a person. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know, maybe, but that's not for me to decide. That's true. Uh, no, you picked a good time, though, because obviously the Bissell's just came out not too long yeah. ago, last year, with all new models, and the models are fresh, and the sculpts are awesome, and they have a lot of the range are already flushed out, so you're not, like, some of, the, some of us are playing armies that we have to, like, oh, we have to find non-mantic models to fill some gaps right. but your stuff is you know you get to run the Hellfane which is awesome oh I love that model that's a, such a great yeah, model very when I saw model. that very pretty when I saw that in here I had to buy it I was like oh, absolutely man, just well let's throw it over to Mr. Yeah. Cody Mobley uh, the man with the deepest voice at, at the store uh <laughs> Give us a little background story. I know you you got a long background with Warhammer and stuff, so give it to us. Well, uh, I got started playing games probably with HeroScape. Uh, yeah. My dad and I used to play HeroScape a lot, and then we started going to uh, DragonCon and a few other places where they would have HeroScape tournaments, and uh, really enjoyed doing that. Then we got into 40K and Warhammer Fantasy after that, and mostly board games uh, for a while there. And then... Uh, I moved uh, here to Memphis a couple months ago in February, and uh, he started bringing me here and showed me the Kings of War, and I really enjoy the game. I'm not very good at the game, but I do really enjoy playing the game. He sells himself short. Oh, no. Uh, I mean, You're getting I, better. I, I can beat him anytime. Your dad? Yeah, I can beat him anytime. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've, but you have a long background with Warhammer and 40K oh, yes, yes. and board gaming in general, right? Yes. So gaming is a you know thing... You know, um, what is it about Kings of War that you you like? Oh, uh, I really enjoy the uh, the rule system and all, all the different factions. Uh, for the most part, I enjoy. There's a couple that don't really appeal to me, but a couple of the different factions. Yeah. Which ones are those? Uh, I don't really see the point of Ratkin slaves. I like the Ratkin, but I don't really see the point uh, in the Ratkin. It's a fair. Slaves. It's a fair assessment. You know, we got 26 lists, right? Do we really need Ratkin slaves <laughs> and a Ratkin army? Maybe not. <laughs> and as far as I can tell, no one plays the Ratkin slaves, right? <laughs> No, not up here. Not up here. <laughs> so. so what army did you pick? Uh, I'm going with uh, Undead for this slow and, and what's the thought process there? Why, why Undead? Well, I picked it originally because I just happen to have some old Undead models from Warhammer. But I do actually enjoy the army. I like uh, a lot of the units and the way that they uh, synergize together. And Morgoth is just fantastic. Morgoth, zombies, and a little sprinkle of some Soul Reaver yeah, cavalry. Yeah, Soul Reaver yeah, cavalry. Exactly. So, Thompson, give us your background story, because I know you've been playing for a while. I uh, primarily am Magic the Gathering player, and my brother and I saw a 5th edition starter set with Lizardmen and Bretonians. Mm -hmm. Warhammer, yeah. Warhammer. Mm -hmm. And we were not allowed to play those games for uh, some mysterious reason, but my father would drive us to GTs for Magic all day. Um, and my grandmother bought me that... And I fell in love with the little lizardmen models, the little squat, kind of the right kind of stupid looking. Those old sores and skinks they, are they, awesome. They just look, they look kind of doofy, but at the same time, like it's you know fantasy. Um, and we, I mean, we rolled dice and pushed it around, but it wasn't like we were playing the game. We didn't. We just had to play by ourselves at my grandparents' house. Um, so I recently turned forty, so that ages me here. Um, and we had a, a pandemic. And I, I walked in one day because I thought this was like a CrossFit. It's called War Room. I thought it was like some kind of... You seriously thought it was a CrossFit? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a CrossFit. Uh, so I came in and, you know, we, we had uh, looking for a closer place to play Magic. And I wanted to get into models because I was going through a midlife crisis. So I wanted to drop a lot of my kids' college fund into something. And um, So you played 40K? I played 40K. I did. <laughs> um, and Austin, my good friend, helped me uh, buy a lot of 
40K and uh, Age of Sigmar. And Age of Sigmar would be my main miniature game. Um, and what really brought me to Kings of War and the Mantic is one, there's people that actually play it at the store, but two, the rule system is not as shaky. Age of Sigmar is a fairly newer system. And the list building, the variety is so much deeper. It's easier to get in. I do a lot of the, the newbie uh, demos for Age of Sigmar, but Kings of War, you can learn it in under an hour, under 30 minutes, but it, it takes hours, weeks, months to master. And there's a lot of a lot of stuff, but there's no not gotcha. You don't. Right. You, you can know what everything does just by reading the rules. Right. Well, part of it too is the fact that Mantic puts all the armies in the book, right? Yep. So it's just a different business model. Whereas you got the codexes that yeah. you have to chase, which nothing wrong with that. It's just a different way, and it's harder to maybe know what is the uh, I don't know Eldar. You know, yep. I don't know what the, I don't know what the latest army is, but you know, it, it is harder to follow in 40k or in AOS what some stuff does because you have to you have to go you have to you have to go find it well yeah it, it, it's um it, it's so crushing when you want to play a game and you know i don't i got four kids i don't have time to play a game all the time you go up there and it's like you're getting hammered or you're hammering someone else and it's just not any fun where kings of war you can tailor the list a little bit more there's a little bit more stuff to do a little bit more of the hobby aspect um, but the games are also a little bit snappier because the rules are just so rock solid. Well, that's true. We didn't hit on that, but the games take a lot less time yeah. than comparative sized, comparatively sized other games. So what army did you pick? Because you mentioned Slan, yeah. you mentioned Skinks and stuff, and so, Lizardmen. So obviously you play Salamanders. Uh, so I was over there at the, uh, at the old Kings of War boxes, and I was like, I don't know if I want to play Trident Realms or Salamanders. And so I hit right in the middle, and I play Forces of Nature. Perfect. You can have you can have your so in Kings of War you can have your cake and eat it too. Yep, is what you're saying. Yep, totally. Awesome, awesome. How how are you enjoying the game so far? Um, I was having a great time until I played Austin one time, and um, <laughs> he's that guy. You know, it's my last. Every time. every game system has a couple of those guys. No, I I, I like it a lot. Um, Shambling is what I play with in uh, Forces of Nature, and it takes a little bit. That's one of the higher mastery things. Surging is a yeah, skill. Surging. You have to learn to do it. But on the box art, they have those beautiful lizards, and I just I just got to buy the lizards, man. Exactly. <laughs> I just want this on the record, that uh, I crushed his dreams in Vanguard, yeah, and I did yeah. not pick to play him round one in the Slogar League. Sure. It just <laughs> happened, and I crushed his dreams again. That's and true. I'm sorry, because you paid my bills for a little while. That's right. That is true. That is true. Oh, for painting and stuff? No, no, no. When he shopped up here. Oh, I see. Yeah. Because you were working here at the time. I was, I was working here, and he was he was paying paying the store's bills, my bills, Horner's bills, everybody's bills. Well, I, I felt I felt bad. Uh, they felt bad for me. They eventually brought in those nice baskets that you carry around. That was my contribution to the community. Is that because you were buying so much stuff you couldn't? You, you know, I, I couldn't bought stuff so much stuff one night. Um, a Horner text Austin and was like, "Be sure that that we sell him everything we can before he gets divorced." <laughs> Fair enough. And, and I only know that because he was helping me to the, my car with my purchase purchases and probably explaining all the way. Well, by the way, did you remember to get that? And did you remember to get this? Well, so before I, the reason I got in the Slugger League is because I was up here one night playing Vanguard and he put a bunch of stuff in my hands and was like, "This is what you need to buy. You should be in the Slugger League." Here's a link to this Discord. We're in there every night, and that that's that's how I like got sealed in. Exactly. Well, let's throw it over to Mr. Austin Casey, the uh, the infamous person who has been on the podcast before, but you have not heard it. You, the listener, have not heard it. The content just didn't meet counter charge standards. 
Well, so we're hoping it was, it was banned for content. Right. <laughs> so as Rob said, I'm Austin Casey. Uh, some people know me as the shirtless monster from After Dark. Uh, some people in Memphis know me as the Army Dealer. Uh, that's pretty much me. I've been in the hobby for a little over 17 years. I started with... Uh, hey, aren't you like 22? I'm 23 years old. <laughs> and I started in 15mm Napoleonics with my dad and uh, moved into Kings of War after playing pretty much everything everywhere. Um, I own six armies because I don't know which one I want to play the most. So well, it changes every week. Yeah, just play them all. Uh, the Slow Girl League, I'm playing Ogres because that was the wave that crashed right before the Slow Girl League started. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice, man. I mean, you know, low model count, you know, I get my punch, I get my shooting. I get to crush Thompson's dreams, which is the most important part. Uh, you know, we got Cody over there. You know, he's got that Morgoth list. I actually played Cody and his dad in a game at 2,000 points. and uh, Were they each playing 1,000? They were both playing 1,005, and I was playing 2,010. And uh, I felt bad for Cody, so I took his dad out first. I really appreciate that. It's so all the way home we can have his dad. Dad, why didn't you hold up your end of the table? So, so I shot his dad off the table pretty quick. Uh, got a couple lucky charges off with my chariots, and then uh, before I knew it, it was turn three, and uh, all I had left to fight was Cody. Uh, it was a speed bump. Don't get me wrong. It was a speed bump, but it was one that I could conquer. So I remember back 2019 NashCons where I met you, right, and you were just walking around with your dad looking for people to play Blood and Plunder. Yeah. Well, and nobody was there playing Blood and Plunder, or you guys were playing Yeah, we, we came up. Uh, there were three of us that actually made the trek out there. Uh, we all live in various parts of... Arkansas, Kentucky, and uh, Tennessee. So we all went up there to play Blood and Plunder because it was the most centralized location. And we all went to NashCon every year anyway. Uh, we decided not to do a tournament this year. So we decided to play Blood and Plunder with just us. And then I saw this giant wrestling ring in the middle of Two of the them. convention. Yeah. One was a cage. Yep. There was a cage and a regular ring. And I saw this weird derpy-looking dude standing there. Derpy. He's got these these fresh white out of the box New Balance on, and I I knew there old man like, shoes. You're yeah, trying to say the old man you're trying to disparage old man shoes. Yeah. Hey, comfortable. <laughs> so, to me. So I talked yeah. to him and I was like, Hey, what game is this? And we talked for a couple seconds and then found out he was from Memphis too. And I was like, Oh, I'm in Memphis. And then like two weeks after that. I get a call from Horner and says, hey, man, there's a guy who wants to come up and play some Kings of War. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell me the name. And, and, and he, Austin walks in. I'm like, wait, I already, met, I already met you. Uh, and then you proceeded after one demo to buy an Abyssal oh, Army. I bought the Abyssals after my first demo game. Same day. And how many times have you bought the Abyssal Army now? Uh, we're on round three of buying Abyssals now. Right, because you buy an army, you sell it. Yes. You buy an army, you never finish anything. No. What? <laughs> I, that just sounds atrocious. I don't know why I'd ever do that. Why would you? Why finish? Right. Right. Just, just you start. know, when you're getting close, throw it in the dumpster, start over. The good news, though, you know, you, you know, the lack of hobby on this guy, we can throw it over to Falls, who is a more of a hobby guy. So Falls, why don't you introduce yourself? And you've got a long origin story, so let's hear it. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's not that long, but uh, my name's Falls. Uh, mostly live in Memphis. Is this short for Fall Guy? No, that's, that'd be that's, amazing. No, it's <laughs> just my name. So. Um, no, I, I really uh, started out with like D and D and Magic the Gathering, actually. And uh, I would paint like D and D minis for my friends. And uh, I had a guy that 
wanted me to paint his Warhammer stuff, and I didn't even know what Warhammer was really. It was like in second edition or something. And uh, he was like, "Look, if you paint my army, I'm going to give you this arm, uh, give you this whole other army, and I'll teach you how to play." And I'm like, "All right, you know." So I kind of got hooked after that. So you got to paint two armies. Yeah, I got to paint two armies. <laughs> uh, what, what armies were they? Can you remember? Uh, it was his Eldar, and he just gave me a bunch of Space Marines, and I painted up like salamanders. So a lot of, you know, I like the color scheme. It was just green and black. So, um, and um, I mean, after that, I've, I've jumped into all sorts of games, but I'm definitely more hobbyist than, than gamer. I'm yeah. trying to I'm trying to be more of a gamer nowadays. But I really enjoy modeling and painting and stuff like that. And what army are you playing? Uh, well, uh, you're talking about for Kings of War? Yeah. Kings of War. I'm doing uh, Ogres first. Yeah. Uh, because they... And we skipped it. You're doing Ogres as well, right, Austin? Yeah. yeah. But you didn't start at Ogres. You... No. I started at Northern Alliance. <laughs> and then... Bought Ogres. Right. And, I, now... and now you're doing Undead. Yeah, so. I just bought Undead. So, so yeah. next week it'll be something different. <laughs> I think he plays everything but Herd. Exactly. So. Yeah. So uh, what, what, yeah. what drew you to Ogres? Uh the simplicity of it. And you just like, walk forward and punch you in the face? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what they all all they do. I mean, it, they just have different ways of moving forward and punching things. Exactly. Uh, but I'm also going to be working on Trident Realms because I wanted something that was kind of the polar opposite of Ogres. Yeah. You know, yeah. something that took a little more finesse. But for playing right now, I figured Ogres were the easiest because low model count, you know, simple strategy. You know, I can get them done pretty quick, so... I think I'm pretty far along. You're like way far. You've already got <laughs> like almost three thousand points right done, and like I haven't even started putting a. I haven't painted one model yet. Yeah, so. I think I, I, I'm. I haven't I'm pushing painted 3, one model. Well, yet. you're not gonna. Let's be honest, buddy. <laughs> Your dad's wrong. gonna paint them for you. That's right. That's why we keep them around. That's why you keep we, them around. We, why are you picking on Cody? Because you're over here. You haven't even started. You got Night Stalkers. You're getting painted by Billy. Uh, that's you're, true. I mean, your elves from the last Logar League. They're probably the painted. I uh, have painted armies though, painted. so I don't feel I don't. I, you can't shame me out of it because I don't. I have painted armies that I can play with. I haven't seen it. Oh, Taylor's calling me out now. <laughs> it hasn't been seen. Fair point. I haven't seen. Uh, you you gave me my first demo for Kings of War, and you were, you had ogres, and they were fully painted. So. Yeah, so I have I have ogres, and I have kingdoms of men, and I've got undead, and I've got dwarves, and I've got tomb kings or empire dust. Yeah. Got a lot of old Warhammer armies too, but well, let's do this. Let's go around the horn and maybe talk about the army you're building and, and what's your plan for the army. Taylor, let's start with you. You're building Abyssal Dwarves. Yep. What's so, are you just going to buy everything? Are you do you have a certain you know do you have a, a background story in your head of what I, the army is going to be and what the color scheme is? And, yeah. So I I pretty much have the colors down. Um, what are they? So mostly for uh, the dwarven. The abyssal dwarves, like the like the infantry dwarves, the infantry. Mm -hmm. It's going to be um, mainly a gold, red, silver, and then some um, browns in there too, like leather like and stuff. Yeah, of course yeah. for the leather. But uh, it's a lot of gold, and then it's going to get dirtied up a bit because you know they're abyssal dwarves. Yep. Um, and then with the go, I've got the golems, which I love, probably my favorite. Obsidian golems favorite are awesome. Part, uh, to, the favorite ones to paint so far too, um, and they're it's like. Obsidian, fire, um, darkness, that whole sort of mm -hmm. thing. And I'm working on um, painting like some lava on some bases. So they've got some rocks that somebody gave me that look really nice that are like mm -hmm. just pop them on there. They look like they should. What about your gargoyles? You got a plan for those? Oh, yes, the gargoyles. So the gargoyles, I didn't know what to do with them. I was like, you know, I could do stone. I could do, you know, make it simple and easy. I mean, it is still simple and easy because contrast, dry brush, boom, you're good to go with those. But I went with this uh, blue, like blue shade. I can't remember what the name of it's called. Name of it's called. But uh, 
I got that on there. So they're like blue, purplish. Um, and I, what I'm going for with them is, if you've ever seen Gargoyles, the animated series. Goliath. Uh, I'm not going for Goliath. Brooklyn. No. <laughs> oh, Brooklyn's the girl, right? No, Brooklyn's no, one no. of the other guys. Demona was the girl. No, no. I mean, wasn't it the human girl? No, that's uh, Mendoza, I think. Oh, oh, that's okay. her name. Her last name is Mendoza, yeah. Okay. Well, no, no, I'm going for Demona. For, Demona, uh, yeah, so who was voiced hair. by Marina Sirtis from Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, I never knew that. In fact, there's like, there's a little fun fact. Goliath. Like the Gargoyle series has like seven or eight TGN or the next generation. Yeah, yeah. One of them was uh, voiced by Worf. That was a uh, Cold Heart or yep. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Xanatos was William Riker. Yeah, so uh, uh, Frazier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonathan Frakes. Yeah. Yep. That's probably why Brett Spiner's in it. I mean, they're, they're, I think everybody, I don't think John Luke Picard's in it, but everybody. No, no, I, th- I think he uh, but, uh, passed on it. Yeah, yeah. So that's an interesting story. What's the? Do you have a, a story to go with it? What's the story? Where? where oh, where so do these guys live? They live. Uh, basically, they've made a volcano like as their base. Like they, they live at the bottom of a volcano. It's still active at the top, but they've covered it over. I'm still working on this, by the okay, way. Okay, that's I'm fine. Workshop. You're workshopping. I get it. They're they're like they live at the bottom of this volcano. The top of it still works, basically. They yeah. hollowed out the bottom. Who knows where the lava is really coming from, but. Okay. Hey man, it's your, it's your story. <laughs> and then they are big, uh, you know, fire, Sidian, They're dark. Uh, I mean, that's pretty, pretty much it. Pretty simple cool. for them. That's awesome. You know? Do you, you enjoy putting the models together and painting so far? I actually do enjoy putting models together. I know there's a lot of people who don't like building, but I love building. Me, that's probably my favorite part. Uh, one thing I don't like is mold lines. I don't think anybody likes mold lines. But, no. But you have the newest, some of the newest sculpts, yeah, and they have less good. mold lines. Those are good. Well, those except for those gargoyles. Yeah, and those gargoyles are terrible. Gargoyles have bad mold lines. Yeah, and they're PVC. Yeah. Yeah, but they they, they turned out real. They turned out really good, even even without too much work. So what's so what is in your army today, and what are you going to add to it? So right now I have, mm, I've got what I'm going to try to run next is at least two hordes of decimators. Um, maybe get a... Uh, <laughs> That's some shooting right there. Maybe 50 get, shots hitting on fours. I, I, I suffered this maybe, weekend. Yes, you did. I did. <laughs> maybe getting some... Um, fitting in some berserkers there. Definitely going to bring my immortal guard. Bring my immortal guard, like, basically. They're awesome. Because they work for me. They have not let me... Well, they've let me down sometimes, but that was more of a... You let 50, them down. They didn't let you down. attacks from the side. Uh, That's it. Um, on top of it's, the It's, hill, it's the same thing with Cody and the Soul Reavers. <laughs> they don't let him down. He lets them down. <laughs> Every and, game. Every and, game. Uh, oh, yeah. And then the Abyssal, um, the Halfbreeds, the Cav, mm-hmm. uh, those are really cool. The Hellfane is my favorite model. I just got something that I picked up I'm using for Infernoc and bringing Dravic Dalkin. I'm liking his combos. Um, being able so you're just gonna have like the whole army at some point. I'm, I'm eventually I'm just gonna get the it. whole range. I'm gonna get. I've already got the slave works. I know they have slave work gore riders mm-hmm. that are cavalry. I want to pick up something that I can use for those. Yeah, um, I mean they're just so, the orc gore riders. It's yeah, the same thing. But, but yeah. if I could get something that was a, looked a little cooler, you know. <laughs> yeah, something but, special. Or, you know, like get something printed or yeah, know, yeah, something like that. That would be nice. Well, let's throw it over to Falls. What's the story of your older army? Uh, I don't. I don't really have a story for it, but the theme for it is just uh, I want to do swamp bases. Just yeah. I don't really see people with swamp bases. Yeah, so you got really cool texture bases with water, yeah. with puddles of water yeah, puddles and lots of, of grass and stuff. And yep. and stuff. And, uh, as far as color scheme, I, I work here at the War Room, so I just went with the black, red, and the off-white, which is the... And your uh, banner says War Room on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, War, dogs. War Dogs. Excuse me. Yeah. War Dogs would be the club. Yeah. yeah. And then every few models has the symbol somewhere painted on That's them. awesome. So, uh, I mean, I just went for a real simple theme because I'm trying to... Or I'm busted out, so I. Because you have another army. Yeah, I want to do the Trident Realms next. Yeah, um, you've been collecting lots of models. Oh yeah, yeah, I've got pretty much everything. 
<laughs> What's much, the theme for that one? Uh, I mean, it's, it's a water theme, but uh, I'm going to try and do like a coral reef type thing. with Lots of vibrant, things. bright colors, lots pastels. Of, yeah, yeah, lots of uh, uh, fluorescent colors uh, for some of the more deep sea stuff. Uh, try and do like the uh, anglerfish type. type with the thing, thing coming over his head yeah, and yeah, like, hey, yeah. come and get it. Yeah, I, want, I, want, I want some of the like. That'd be awesome. So, some of it to be deep water stuff that has like the fluorescent fluorescent mm-hmm. lighting. Um, Super cool. And then I guess the tree leapers would just be jumping off trees and jungles like near the beach. Exactly. So I have a little bit of water, but not as much as yeah. the other ones, you know. So Cool. Um, well, in terms of model range, you've been buying pretty much everything. Do you, are uh, you just going to buy the whole collection? Is that yeah. the plan? Have, and have some of everything? Or? Yeah, yeah. So what I generally do, and this is with most games that have armies, um, I generally buy everything. That way, I, I'm not stuck to one list. I can I can always go in and, and say, you play two thousand oh. points. You got four thousand available. You can swap yeah, things exactly, out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I can I can say, well, I'm about to fight this army. Yeah, I've got options. Whereas if you're stuck with one list, you're like, well, I guess I'm screwed. Right. If you have an all mounted orc army, it limits what you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Effectively exactly, fight against. Exactly. Yeah. Or oh, I've got a shooting army. I'm playing a guy that's uh, stealthy. Really the whole good army against shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or I'm playing against. Uh, an army that likes to stay in cover because they all have Pathfinder and Ensnare. <laughs> Plus, though, you get to buy a lot of different models and you get to paint different stuff. Yeah, so you're not yeah. painting all the same thing over and over and, and, and that's, over again. That, again, that's another difference between the Ogres and Trident Realms. Is with the Ogres, I'm painting the same thing over and over right. and over again. But with Trident Realms, I get to paint colorful fish and I can do like the frogs, like poison arrow frogs if I want to. Uh, I can do the Knuckers different colors. I can do the armor on the... Uh, uh, naiads, mm-hmm. different stuff like that. So I, I, I'm going to have a lot of variety. So what you're saying is you have passion for the Trident Realms. Yeah, ogres yeah. not as much. I have I, ogres I, are a job. I have more of a passion to play the ogres, but more of a passion to actually paint, model, and the, paint the gotcha. Trident Realms. Well, let's throw it over to Thompson. What about your army? You're playing Force of Nature. What's the plan? So the plan is my 13 uh, year old who likes to paint will paint trees, and so there's lots of trees in the army. Two units of Far shamblers, two uh, Wil- the wilt father and the tree herder, because that's what Austin told me to do. Um, <laughs> Your first mistake. Yeah, a, a horde of naiad because that's what the podcast told me to do. It's a great. Well, episode. I mean, it's a great unit. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a very defensive unit. If you haven't heard the episode and you're interested in the army, I would go listen to it. It definitely helped me. Do we do we do it on Forces Nature? Yeah, you did. Oh, we did. Okay. Yeah. You told me to listen to it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I said, damn it, haven't you listened to our episode yet? Uh, it, it really is a chance for us to, we, we're doing flocking together. That's what we do to bond is we, my oldest likes Little to hobby. magic. And she, she'll paint stuff. Um, she, she has opinions on, she likes the Sylvaneth from AOS and uh, these are not Sylvaneth. So I've bought a bunch of Sylvaneth models for her to paint, to put on it. This is one of the great things about Kings of War. You can just use wherever. And figure agnostic. You can use what you want. Um, uh, my dad and I used to bond a similar way, but we wouldn't hobby together. I'd just kick his ass at the games. He spent all the time hobbying on. <laughs> but that's like a double kick in the ball. Oh, yeah. It's, because not only did he like, not only did you kick him in the nuts, <laughs> yeah. you kicked him in the nuts with his own army. It's a so, great feeling. Isn't isn't that what happens now? Doesn't he paint your stuff? And yes, just and I still his... kick his ass. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's a great right. feeling. That, that, <laughs> I'll teach him. So, <laughs> that to my daughter. She, she's like painted a whole sister's army and a whole, a bunch of different things. And like, she's afraid to come up here and play. She's like, I'm not gonna win. I was like, Yeah. How old's your daughter? Uh, she's she 13. could just play me. Yeah, you should come up. My daughter plays. She's 12. She's. Uh, I wish she'd play Kings of War. Well, bring her up. We'll, we'll get a game in with her. Well, Aubrey, Aubrey, a player. Yeah. I mean, Aubrey's 
probably just like her, be very uh, at that age. They're like very conscious about. Oh, I don't know if I want to come here in public and play. And but how's my hair? It, in, in I'm the same way. Magic the Gathering. They're not afraid of competition because they, she sat there and lost to Austin like 14 times one night, and then finally won. She's like, "You got beat by a little girl." <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like and, uh, that. Never mind the first. 13 games. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been fun. We're playing with contrast paints, and she's learning to use the airbrush, so it's all Xenophil highlighted. So mm-hmm. It's really good. She, she needs so color-wise, you're kind of going with traditional color palette, or are you going like a spring or an autumn or so winter? The Wilt Father is autumn, and the non-Wilt Father is spring. You're blowing my mind. So you can have an army with all the different seasons all in one army? Yes. And then when you have a display board, it can be like, like you can see the time. Like, yep. you know, she, like this zone is, that would be amazing. She's painted a bunch of dryads and naiads from the uh, Sylvaneth range to be different things. And she's trying to do snow bases. When I left the house today, she was clipping little buds off the naiads to make, or the dryads, whatever the, 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 the GW ones. Yeah, the GW ones. And she was like, I'm going to put all this baking soda on this with a bunch of super glue. And I was like... Um, don't get anything on the floor because I don't want your mother to kill me in her sleep. Or my sleep, not her sleep. Although, yeah. she's an Italian. She could probably kill me in her sleep. Right. <laughs> well, awesome. Casey, what about your army? What's the theory? What's the... Th- I mean, well, does it really matter? You're not going to be with this army very much longer. But, like, as of this week, as of this the week, army of the week, what's yep. the theme? So, the I was... When we started the uh, Slogar League, you brought up all the books, and the Edge of the Abyss campaign came up. And I was like, you know what would be really cool? Let's put some ogres in some freaking lava. So that's what I decided to so do. So ogres on lava. Ogres on lava. So decided to do that. As far as the ogres are concerned, it's the uh, the basic box art. Uh, so red color, ogres? Yeah, color like, theory is not But not color. like, balls is a brighter red, like a well, color of the well, sword. No, the, the skin of my ogres is actually dark brown. Oh, is it really? Their armor, okay, the armor is red, red and black. Yeah. Okay. Your your skin is actually red. Yeah, the skin on mine is red. The armor's silver. Well, it's black dry brush silver. Right. Uh, got some corrosion work and stuff on the armor, and you know that kind of stuff. But as far as like, what am I building to? I'm building to uh, TNT is in twenty one fifty. Yep, twenty one fifty. That's at the end of August. At the end of August. Yeah. So the theory is, if I have nineteen boxes of everything, I can play whatever I want to. So. <laughs> I picked up a massive lot of ogres for real cheap. And Who was dumping them? Chris Bowen. Chris Bowen. Okay. Yep. So well, you was, you bought a you bought a good amount from up here too. Oh yeah. I mean, I always yeah. always support. Well, the it, yeah. It's, yeah. Always. Right. Um, so between the two of that, I have more chariot legions than I know what to do with. Pretty much every build that I want for ogres. So now it's just put the paint to the model and uh, get it done. Right. I'm trying to debate if I even need to ask Cody about the theme, but I will say, I'm sure your theme does revolve around the color purple. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah there's What's the thing with you and purple? Oh, it's it's just the best color, Rob. It's, everything purple is better than everything not purple. Okay. And I'm a little disappointed you didn't wear your purple velour. Well, if I'd known you were recording uh, tonight? Be, yeah, I would have worn them. Worn yeah. Them good luck. Because, I mean, that's like, when you come in here and we're looking like that, you're like, wow, <laughs> he is dressed to win tonight. Uh, they are purple, paisley, corduroy bell bottoms. They're, they're great. 
love everything about him. See, when, <laughs> see, when Rob said the color purple, I, I thought he was talking <laughs> about the book. Like the movie. I, was, I was really confused. I wasn't sure what That's was a going different, on. That's a different, a different theme di- there. Different yeah. time. Just different. imagine if he had Christian Bates' uh, Fozzie Bear jacket. Oh, man. <laughs> He'd just be set. You got that voice and that jacket, man. I just, I'd have to go home. I, I had assumed it was the color. That's why I looked at you. I was like, he's doing it like that's kind of a, a meta cut team army, and no one else was laughing. I was like, oh my god, I've missed an opportunity. Oh man, oh man. What are you doing with the army? Even if you're not doing a lot of the hobby, what's the plan? I mean, you've got some zombies and some oh, some uh, knights and, and Morgoth, but what's the where is this thing going to end up? I'm not super good at the game, but I do like to play it. I am um, put my regiments of zombies out there, and I put harder-hitting things behind them, like the Soul Reaver Cavalry or some werewolves. And then, you know, march their zombie regiments into you. You kill them. Then, oh, here. Kind of tie everything up, and then your big stuff can kind of yep. grab on. And then Morgoth just sits there and drains life off everybody. Which what are you going to add next, though? Because we're at... Oh, uh, Thousand points, twelve fifty is coming uh, next. To twelve fifty, I'm adding in a horde of werewolves. Uh, Speed nine. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's looking nice. forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. So we should say uh, we're running in a league where we're playing two week rounds. Uh, we started at seven fifty, then a thousand, twelve fifty, and we're working our way up to two thousand points. And we have a two day GT at the end of the at the end of the, the July thirty first. We have a five game two day two thousand point GT. Um, and everything has to be painted. Play. Yeah. So. I, I'm a little disappointed, though, because I found a Lon Chaney Jr. model the other day, but it was after uh, Dad had already painted and based the werewolves for me. So I, just, I can't use the Lon Chaney Jr. model. Because your dad already finished yeah, he, he already it. Well, you know, you could paint a new model and yeah, use him as a Lycan Alpha or something. I could. I could. You but won't. He's not, I don't let's want be honest. Let's, come on. He's not going to. <laughs> he's not going I'm to. I'm not going to start on the Lon Chaney Jr. Oh, yeah. model. So with the league, though, so we've got two week rounds. And we, we, we basically get a game, and you've got to get a game in with an opponent. Um, and then you get pickup games, and that awards you points. Hobby awards you points. You get points for building models, painting models, assembly models, uh, priming models. Uh, and obviously, the bigger the, the, the more unit strength the unit has, the more points it is. And then on the off weeks, we just do things. And you mentioned the first week we did, which was uh, we kind of just talked about Kings of War and kind of its history, and we had a bunch of the books and said, okay, you know, because a lot of people... The, the normal res- I've been playing Kings of War for 10 years. The normal response I get is, I never heard of it, <laughs> right? Like, because it's, it's not as popular or, or as invasive as... I hadn't heard of it in right, February. Right, you know, uh, a lot of, you know, it's not as common. But it's been around a long time, but, it you know, I mean, Warhammer, I'm sure, took a while to get where it is today, too. Malifaux, whatever, whatever game system. Um, so that was our first week, and then our third week, our second off week... We did we did the hobby basing right so we did basing and we brought some materials in and tonight we're we're kind of just open hobby uh, we're going to be getting some pick because you also get pickup game points right uh, and we're obviously podcasting so let's start with let's start with go back to Taylor you know what is a unit in your army that you have been pleasantly surprised about or if you don't have that if you have the opposite that's fine too <laughs> something that you're just like you've already melted them down or stomped on them put them in the microwave because they stink pleasantly surprised well. Really, the Immortal Guard. Now, I knew that they sounded good, you know? Cause well, the Defense 5 with Regen 5, right? But then, yes. And then the Regen. They take yeah. a punch. And then you can put something on them like a Hans Sanguinary and just get wounds back. And then you get your Regen back, and they're almost never off the table. Right, right. Um, and I love, love, love them. They are, like, one of the core things that I always feel like I have to take in my army. But also, even more, those are surprising, but even more surprising were my Slave Works. 
because I've been using them almost every game and I've been trying to squeeze in that crystal pendant. They're on a nice base with, they're all painted and everything. So it draws people's eyes and I think- It's a big enough unit that you gotta kill, you gotta, you gotta deal with them, in, right? They, can, and move, they move farther than my other dwarves and everything else. So they're out front. So they're out front and then you just wait for people to come in and you're like, all right, here's two dice. Let's see if we get 12 on each one of them. And then, I mean, it just, it's won me a couple games. It's lost me some, but yeah. It's a fun. It's a fun unit, though. It's a, it's a, very and it's a fun, fun unit with that. With that. With that. Uh, yeah, I just love, artifact. I, I like their their whole. I like their models a lot too. Like they're they're really the simple, mm-hmm. but I just like the lack of detail. Though I think it makes them easy to paint. True, and I like that you can pose them really well. Right. Like you just you got a lot of movement on them. False. What's a unit in, the, in that ogre list that you've been playing that you were surprised about? Uh, honestly, it's a it's kind of a three part answer. So give it uh, to us. So one and two is. Uh, Namagarok and just the Ogre War. Oh, way, way to pick the obvious yeah. answer. <laughs> well, I the mean, most broken thing in the list is my favorite. I get that. No, I'm just Yeah, kidding. well, I mean, I actually, I kind of like, like the Warlock a little bit better, especially if you uh, pay the points for Drain Life. Yeah. Uh, really, he's a little bit uh, he's a little more of a toolbox. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's got more utility, but Namagarok is definitely... It's hard better. not to get yeah. getting that vicious on them heels. Yeah. It's, it's hard yeah. not to like... Uh, the, the, actually, uh, and the thing uh, thing I've actually been a little disappointed with, and it may just be the way I'm playing it, is uh, my uh, siege breakers. Um, Are they, they just, dying? Man, they die so fast. To what? And it may just be everybody I'm playing just sends everything they can at them. Well, that's what you got to do you against know? Defense Six. Uh, Are they hitting but, you from but, the front? Oh yeah, yeah, they hit me from the front. Uh, I've rarely ever been side charged. I mean, maybe well two or three times. Ogres are a glass cannon, you know, in a way because I mean. Yeah, they're defense six, but they're still only 15, but because, 17 nerves. because of that, that's because of them dying so fast, it, it made me realize how good my other stuff is. Well, if you think about it, though, they're absorbing all that damage, yeah. and your other stuff is getting into combat. Exactly, exactly. Same question to Thompson. What's a unit that you've really enjoyed? I've really enjoyed Hunters of the Wild because my kid is having fun with the models. And nobody plays them. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what we said about it on the podcast, but I, <laughs> I rarely see them, but they're a fun, they're a fun unit. So... The, they got no crushing. Uh, they, they got Pathfinder and. Scout, but they are defense five. And they are defense five, hit on threes, um, and you you know, I got Bane Chant and Surge and Spades in my armor. So, um, it is it is fun. Uh, what is not fun is I bought fourteen of the uh, Centaur Brace Rider models, and putting them together is not fun. Putting them together is not fun. Playing playing with the models are fun. Yeah. Uh, so now I just take all those old models and I put them in an old sock, and that's what I use for home defense. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, there's lots of people that that lament putting those things together. But I bought that that uh, I forgot what the models are called now, but the something that was suggested on the podcast or in the Discord, and I love those sculpts. And These are 3D printed ones, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Um, it's like AGP or some model company that does it. Um, they're, they're real good. I, I, I enjoy the models, and the unit has been, they can charge so fast. And the other well, thing, I, I think to be fair, the, uh, the Centaur models look really good once they're together and painted. Yeah, it's but putting them together. They're just a pain. Yeah. Yeah, but when you yeah. live with a six-year-old and a two-year-old, they don't stay together. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you got to pin them. You have to. Yeah. You don't have a choice. Well, yeah. Or they won't stay together. Yeah. And it, it's. And they're so oh. fin- They're almost as bad as Infinity models for putting together. Almost. So I, I made little shoulder pads out of uh, Milliput, and they have they have shoulder pads. They're attached to nothing. They're just magical shoulder pads that hold their arms together. <laughs> I love it. See, you you too can hobby, Cody. Oh. Maybe one day I'll, I'll try my hand in it. So, Austin, I already know what you're going to say. 
Legion of Chariots. Yeah. That's what you're going to say. That's what you're going to say. That's actually, my favorite unit in the game. Actually, in the league, I'm not... I don't, I don't want to crush these newbies too hard, so... This guy. Uh, this didn't, guy. Didn't take the Legion of Chariots yet. Well, uh, we're only at 1,000 points. It's, it's coming. He's, he's only been bringing them for pickup games. Yeah, I've yeah. been bringing... Well, dig, Taylor over there, I'm, he's he's, he's been on the brunt end of it. Uh, uh, hell, I've been on the brunt end. Yep. Uh, you yeah. brought it against me and Dad the other day. Well, yeah, y'all deserved it. There were two of y'all. Yep, you're you, not you'll wrong. be all right. <laughs> um, no, actually, I think my uh, my pick would be the Ogre Hunters, actually. Uh, I throw Speed the, 7. Well, I throw the meat. Pathfinder and Snare. Hard, hard to go wrong. Crush yeah. these one. Hit on threes. I yeah. think your boomers have been putting in work, too. Yeah, uh, the boomers one shot a... Uh, horde of uh, decimators the other day against Taylor. They did, and then did. Uh, the boomers did. The yep. boomers, yep. both hordes. I took oh, two okay, hordes. So thirty-six shots hitting on fours. You hit eighteen times. Yeah, so I took. Your only defense four, so he's wounding twelve times. Yeah, that so I took. Still two, I took two hordes of uh, boomers, one with elite, and then those two and Namagarak, both all targeted at decimators okay. and just vapor. Because yeah, I mean, that's those. Are, I I had a hard time. I put a lot of shooting into him, and I didn't shift him. Well, I mean, you you always saying I'm a bad player, but come on, man, look at the results. <laughs> look, I, I, had, I had two snake eyes that game too. Well, you and you actually rolled three, but oh, it's, it's okay. Thanks. I feel you're, so much better. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I have way to pick them up, only to push them back down. <laughs> I roll worse. Don't don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. I rolled the first time we played. I rolled two. Uh, yes. Snake eyes against you, yes, and yes, you that did. lost me the game. And it, it's, I, it's, it's the dice balancing back out for you, you using those cheating green dice, or the, the one that like <laughs> oh, I got the rid four of could be a five, but it might be a four. You're not really sure what's yeah. going on here. I got rid of those. I'm, I'm not dealing with that anymore. Cody, what's your, been your favorite unit that you've played with so far, or, uh, or unit that you can't stand anymore? I almost have the Soul Reavers figured out. I think. And uh, then I think they're going to be really, really good once I find them. Once you stop leaving them in yeah, the once, woods. Once I actually get them into combat. Just move them forward. I love them. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, when they I hit stuff, it just yeah, deletes them. It does. It's yeah. great. I just can't wait for you to take the infantry version. Oh, yeah. Two I've, uh, regiments. Oh, I uh, picked up a box the other day. They're I, blenders. I need one more. Yeah. I actually like them a little bit better. I realized I hadn't actually looked at them. I just assumed the cavalry version would be better. Well, I mean, the cavalry version has got the speed. Yep. But, but no, like I, I think that I think you could argue that the infantry version is almost. I mean, they move six, right? So I prefer the stat line and everything on the infantry version. Uh, yeah. I wish I had brought them instead of the cavalry. <clears throat> well, your you dad has time both. to paint more. You're not wrong. What else does he have going on? He can't listen to this. <laughs> well, does he, does he listen? He doesn't listen. Oh, he does. Okay. Oh, then he'll get a kick out of this. Oh, he will. Oh, he'll. Love <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. I'll have to hear about it. He he looks like he's having a rough time fighting. Northern Alliance over there right now. It's Northern Alliance on Northern Alliance. Yeah, it's not- funny because there was one there was one weekend where we played we played three games and I felt terrible about it. Well, I didn't really, but I, I sort of did. So the first game I had a little bit. I had I had at a thousand points. I had probably more shooting than I should have. I had, I had a couple war engines and a couple spitter units and like just wiped him out. Like because he's got a very elite Northern Alliance army. There's not a lot of other than the naiads. There's no regen. There's very little heal. How many trolls does he have? He didn't have any. In that he doesn't game. have. Any. He has some now though. It's not enough trolls. Right. If your whole the second game, not trolls. But then the second game, I'm like, okay. So we, we said, okay, this is what you're doing wrong. And he completely wiped me out in the second game. He brought a completely different list against me at the same point level the other day, and it was a lot better. I don't know why he didn't switch to it. I, I told him he needed to, because he's he, getting better. Is my he, point. He almost beat me that time. 
Subtle brag. Can't beat anybody. <laughs> He's just dead. Oh, Every podcast got to have at least one humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> Import it. So in terms of the league, maybe we go around the, the room and just talk about, you know, what's it like to participate in a league? And, like, what are, you, what are you trying to get out? What What is your expectations for getting, you know, what do you want to get out of the league? Taylor, you want to start us off? Sure. Um, so it's getting me out of the house a lot more, which is great. You are and unbelievably up there every day. Yes. I'm every day on Discord. So we should say we have a Discord channel for the store, and there's a Kings of War channel. And every day I see a post, hey, I'm going to be at the shop at 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock. <laughs> Anybody want to get a pickup game? And I think it's four out of seven days a week. Yeah, it's pretty. You're here. Yeah, we got a couple games on Saturday. I mean, you're here all yeah. the time. It's like I, I, it's like ten minutes away. I live, so right. and I'm working at home. So I just like pop out of work. I've already got my stuff done for the day. Just head up here. Takes me. And you're not married, right? No, I'm not. That married. helps a little that bit. That helps a lot. Thompson and I, you know, <laughs> um, man, I, I can't imagine getting up here four days. A week. No, <laughs> I, 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 I do try to get up here two days a week, and that's about as good as it's going to get for me. I, I love being able to play games, get better at the games. Well, you think you are improving, yes, right? Yes, I think I You're, you're yeah, starting yeah. to learn deployment, mm-hmm. what goes where. Yep, yep, where to start pushing things down, where to start pivoting more, like positioning for people to come in to uh, be hindered on something, say, for for example, when you turn and you can have somebody come. Right. I'm sure AOS and other games have the same thing where there's there's optimal decisions you can make at various stages of the game. And then any I mean any games I can get are good for me and I have fun win or lose. Yeah, you have the same disposition yeah. all the time. All, and and if I can help other people get points and get their games in or whatever, I'm going to have fun either way. And whatever. I just like to play the game. <laughs> I really like to play. Well, you also like the hobby though, which is good cuz you're yes, also making a lot of progress on your army. Yes. I'm trying my best to batch paint what I can every night. I got to get more speed up on that. It's hard. It's hard when, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm tired from dealing with people at work all day. What do you do for a living? I am a pharmacy technician. And you're at home doing this? Yes. Yeah, so right now I'm doing insurance half of it. I worked in narcotics pharmacy that was dispensing to end of life, uh, okay. hospice, all that sort of stuff. Long-term care. Yeah. Basically. And it was a lot of narcotics going out that we had it's me and one other person in a room about the size Everything's of the Everything's like cell. completely counted. It's yeah. like the size of prison cell, you're locked in there, cameras at all time, counting every day, every month, double counting, all that stuff. Now I'm doing insurance, I'm at home, I'm on the phone, but of course... Take a break, a little paint, little paint? Yeah, oh yeah. Or you're on a conference call? Uh, yeah, I'm on a camera, but it's, it only gets me from neck up, so I can get something going. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's if awesome. I, if I bring it in. Um, but no, that I just do that all day. I've, of course, now I have to deal with uh, more people, and but I'm trying to be, hopefully, in the future, maybe a pharmacist, go back to school nice. or something. But nice, we got time. Yeah, I got plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. So, Cody, what are you looking to get out of the league? Uh, I'm really just hoping to learn how to play the game better. I really enjoy it. I'd like to be better at it. It's definitely a game. It doesn't feel like there may be a lot of depth, but there's a lot more depth there. And then when you when you get like when I get crushed by some really good player, it's like oh, okay. (laughs) I I saw a couple things there that I wasn't that I hadn't seen before. Uh, Every time I lose, which is often, uh, I learn something new. Well, I'll... unlike the Vanguard slogan league. Oh, which no, you... I'm never doing that again. Did you out, Did you win any games in Vanguard? <laughs> oh, uh, actually, yeah. And uh, I think Thompson gave you your worst beating. Oh, yes. Well, no, no, Portal no, gave no, me no, my it, worst beating. It wasn't yeah. Thompson's fault. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Thompson's The Portal, you rolled what? It was like six or seven, uh, sevens and eights. Yes. And then you re-rolled one seven into an eight. Yeah, it, it was phenomenal. Your whole war band was gone. Yeah. I think we were tied up. Yeah, we were tied up. It was a good game. And my, it lasted two rounds. I have my, <laughs> my six-year-old with me, and she goes, Daddy, your friend doesn't want to play anymore. And I said, 
Funny, Daddy doesn't want to play them after seeing that. We might literally called Uber on like the second or third round. They were tied up. It was third. I stepped out. I came back in. And your and whole army, his whole gone. army. Yeah, I, I had I think one model just, left on the table. Just from bad rolls. I'm sure they changed the it to now. You, when you lose, you don't leave the table. You go to your deployment zone. So they probably did. They probably heard your story. Yeah, that's. It was the time. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was the most brutal thing I've seen ever. Because <laughs> it was like. Yeah, I mean, I thought you just rage quit. No. <laughs> well, I mean, I did. Well, I, I, <laughs> but his dad I said, I painted these damn models. You're going to play with them. <laughs> well, no, I didn't win a single game of that. And I played in that one-day Kings of War tournament. I didn't win a single game of that. But I have won one documented game so far. That's not been against your dad. No, no, it was against him. No, okay. <laughs> Wait, I, I've only won two games, and they're both against your dad, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, see a, I see a trend. Let's not point this out. <laughs> All right. He's going to listen to this, and I'm going to get in trouble. He's, like, oh, he's painting all my models, and he sucks at the game. <laughs> <laughs> Something you said, though, Taylor. I mean, I think we've got 16 people in the league, about 10 really active players that show up on Wednesdays, and like six that... Let's be honest. Nick Gunther doesn't count, right? Matt Wiseman. Matt Wiseman. Where, he never shows up. <laughs> if, if anybody has seen Matt Wiseman, please point him back to War Room Hobbies. Right. I think yeah. he's lost. So, but we got we got a good collection of people, and we got some good players, and I think I think repetition. Well, that's also not counting. We we have quite a few people who play Kings of War. They aren't even in the league. That aren't in the league, but they still come up and play. Right. Which is good. Yeah, so, and I so I think repetition, repetition, and I think starting at the small points. You have to learn, you know, at 750, you don't have a lot of units. So you, you, you get a chance to play with these units and understand how they function. And then as you slowly, gradually build your list, you get to learn the next unit and the next unit. And hopefully, you, you kind of grow into two, a 2,000-point game, right? Uh, and you know all your units and how they should work. And, yeah. So, Thompson, same question to you. What's, you know, what's your kind of your expectations for this logo league? Get better at hobby. I, I like that. I like the game. Um, it, it was something that I picked up because... You know, there's rule changes, and I'm really frustrated with the other games I'm playing, and everyone else is playing, and I, I, I'm a joiner, not a, uh, what, I don't know. I well, play every you're game. You're trying to say you're a follower. I'm a follower. <laughs> That's what I meant. I'm a follower. I join and then follow. Austin made me buy, like, $200 in models from War Room. A week. I a saw week. it. He, he forced you. <laughs> he forced and I don't know. I just, something about those salamander models went back to when I was a kid, and I mean, it's funny because I don't even have my. I was looking. I don't have any of my list. I'm not playing any salamanders at all. You will eventually. It'll Maybe. happen. It'll happen. And you know they have a bunch of salamander models coming out. I saw that. in June. So. Yeah, I want those uh, rhinosaurs. Rhinos- rhinosaurs yeah. are awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if I don't play salamanders, I'm exactly. just gonna get some of those. So. But yeah, I I just like playing the game too. I mean, it, it's fun. It's and it's a lot different than I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be something less than it. I found it to be. It's incredibly deep. The one complaint we get a lot of, uh, I've heard a lot, I've heard it all. Like, at this point, you get, it's it's not Warhammer, right? Absolutely, it's not Warhammer. It's not Warhammer Fantasy. It's, there's more stuff different about this game than the same. Okay, we use D6s and we have ranks and flanks. You don't pull off casualties. Yeah. The whole morale nerve thing is completely different. You know, psychology tests aren't a thing. You know, the way you can't reform. I mean, and I think everything they've done in Kings of War is about streamlining the game. They've gotten rid of all the, how do I say this, all the stupid stuff that some people might like it, but all the stupid stuff that used to just drive me crazy, like conga lines, a lot of goofy stuff that we would have in other games they just got rid of because... It, it's well, all, yeah, it's, all it's things where people try and bend the rules. They find a loophole, right? and they try and... And then that's all you see after that. Right. You know? I'm, I'm a firm believer that Kings of War is good, be, not just because of the rules, but it's the type of player they, that attracts attracted to it. 
they don't attract the tryhards. Right, the yep. guys that are in there trying. Oh, I'm gonna oh, smash your face, except for Austin. But you know what? <laughs> you know, every once in a while, the big dog's gotta step in and say, "All right, come on, yeah, swat, swat the little dog away and be like, hey, 'Hey, I'll let you play with 300 extra points, and I'll still whoop you.'" <laughs> that's, not, that's not how that happened. Don't even, don't well, even try fair, putting I, that on. I didn't know. Don't even try putting that on there. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't do that intentionally. No, that's how it that's, happened. That's how great, how great it was. Austin, over to you. What are you hoping to accomplish out of the slow league, but to have four or five new armies? Uh, well, I mean, I've got that, that, we can check that box already. Um, out of the Sloger League, I'm, like I said, I'm prepping for, uh, TNT in August. Uh, just basically learn what these ogres can do. Uh, I know what they can do to a mortal guard in the forest. Uh, Chariot Legion's on the hill like that with Caterpillar. Right. They just go in and just delete. But you know, I think at the end of the, the league, he's going to be able to. He's going to know what to do. Oh yeah, he's going to be like, oh, you have a three hundred point unit here. Have this. I would think unit of by cargo. now we've played what five games, six games against each other now. Three? No, three? we've no. played we've played three pickup games. So we've played. Four. Oh yeah, we at least played. Five. Yeah, we've played at least four or five games against each other, and he has just. I, I'm gonna give him props because he'll be like, all right, I see your sniffs. I know your Legion of Chariots is going behind it. But he's like, I'm going to put my logs right here and then surge them up an obscene amount so I can, so you can have oh. a flank on my logs. <laughs> that, was, that was 12 dice of surge that nine of them went off on. And That's I, a lot. I just wanted, I was like, okay, maybe I'll get like six. Maybe I'll get five. You know, I'm, I'm looking for mm-hmm. that. One inch less, and he wouldn't have been able to get to the side. <laughs> But instead, he gave me a flank on those logs. Unintentionally. And I took <laughs> it. Happened. And it felt great. <laughs> You're making it go to his head. That's great to see. And then he's going to be like Icarus up in the sun, and someone's going to go, Beek! and then he's going <laughs> to collapse down when his wax wings melt. Yep. That's what's going to happen. But until that day, I'm going to fly high, bro. <laughs> That's true. Fly high. Fly high, bro. Fly high. Falls over to you. What's, you know, what, what are you hoping to accomplish as being part of the Slow Grow League? Uh, well, I would say it's uh, to get better, but you know, I'm I'm pretty damn good. Uh, <laughs> we play ogres. I'm, I'm undefeated so far. So yeah, who who, who have you beaten? So even even Austin hadn't beaten me. No, but so. we drew. We drew. Uh, we well, you know, we rolled. Well, still not technically losing. Well, to you. well, I would have won, but we rolled for an extra turn, so we tied. To be fair, I don't think that's how that happened. That's but it's a, okay. That's, <laughs> that, yeah. Don't uh, worry, Austin's no. a legend in his own mind. Uh, <laughs> the the main thing I really want to get out of it is uh, it, it's given me a lot of motivation to just finish finish my army. So it's kind of kind of gave me a time limit to try and uh, get everything painted. Yeah. Uh, because that's what I enjoy doing. But uh, sometimes it feels like a chore. But when you when you're actually playing with the models. Um, it seems less like a chore. You know, you know. I think I think too something that maybe we we didn't touch on enough is that you have a bunch of friends that are encouraging yeah. you. Oh man, that's well, we're all here, right? Some most of us, other than you, Austin, are encouraging, right? <laughs> but you know, but I think he, he does in his own way. Yeah. He does, he does. But so there's an, there's like a like a support structure. Obviously, Cody doesn't care, but the rest of us, you know, we feel like, oh well, I'm letting my letting my friends down if I don't build models and I don't, you know, like there's like a I don't know. It motivates no, no, me. No, I totally, I totally understand what you're saying. Uh, I mean, I haven't painted any yet, but I've put together 400 goblins at this point, I think. 20 of them are luggets. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know I was going to get shamed for running goblins in a goblin list. <laughs> Final thoughts, Taylor? I'm really glad that I found Kings of War in general. Yeah. I didn't even know. I'm, 
I'm still really. I'm probably the newest person here with hobbying. Probably. Uh, I think with gaming well, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. And gaming. I think you like, probably are. Yeah, but I I love it. This especially the amount of people that play is great. The time that it takes to play the game, so I'm not like up here for four hours during a game or something. Hour and a half the big, the game. Even with a big like if we play 2150, um, maybe less time with Austin. We <laughs> <laughs> take but, stuff uh, off quick. <laughs> he, well, he is well, that, that kind of that, friend. That needs training to work on a uh, chess clock. So that's true. Well, that's true. He's we have we haven't started yet. That'll be something that we we'll want to get to. The Make dice, decisions faster. Getting everything in my head, not having to worry about so many extra rolls for other things like that other games have, or as much of like so many phases and this but this is just i just love the way it plays i love how the, the models are like everything's so packed in i'm seeing all of them on the table is great this is probably going to be more of a priority in general going forward than warhammer because well you I hit something this. on the head we didn't touch on you know this is a, one of those really you, real you go i go like on yeah. your turn i don't touch any dice exactly i might pick up a unit when i get shot off the table or beat in combat but like your turn is your turn yep um, so yeah, that is that is something. Cody, over to you, sir. Kind of final thoughts, predictions. Uh, well, I'm going to lose every other game while we're doing this. I'm confident, but I'm going to learn a lot from it. And you're going to win the two the two the two day GT. That's my bet. I'm not going to get last place. That's all. Like I want to win one game, and I'll be okay. Just yeah. play your dad first round. If, Challenge him first if round. If you guys will give me that matchup, I'll gladly take it. It's the only but he's got to accept beat. it. I don't know if he would he, accept, would he accept it. Isn't there some and unwritten rule that if you get on Facebook down. and you trash talk somebody, they have to? Can I just trash to, talk him here in person yeah, the day yeah. of the trial? I will absolutely. I have to accept it. I feel like he just uh, recorded a podcast trash talking his father the whole. <laughs> yeah, this, absolutely. He's got to accept. Dad, I'm officially challenging you. Okay. At this tournament, you're you're a little too old for the teen angst. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm nowhere near as old as people think I am. Someone told me they thought I was 40 the other day, and that really, really it hurt. hurt. It did. <laughs> well, you, you don't look like you're 40, but Thank you, you, you sound like you are. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a hard life, is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thompson, over to you. I would like to win a game in the league and maybe a game in the tournament and then not definitely be last place. When he said not be last place, I was like, oh, man, that's a real possibility for me. Um, well, if it's not Cody, yeah, not with the, not with me. One well, so can, I, can I play your dad first? <laughs> um, you know, if we both play him, maybe he'll be last. Play. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. He's such a nice man. He is. Um, and I didn't want Austin to hang out here. I, I officially announced I have bought the rest of my um, Trident Realm army, so I have two. Because you started with Force you, of Nature, you, now you can do Trident Realm. What? And my, my second Trident Realm army. My second army, not Trident Rome. But you know what? Yours will be painted before his. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I can't even put together naiads. I get so, man, I can't deal with it. Well, that's why you got children. I had my daughter last Friday. She's off school. I'm like, here you go. Here's 200 goblins. Let's get to it. <laughs> oh, my God. Chop, 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 chop. <laughs> And trust that two-year-old with super glue. Awesome. I'm going to skip this portion for some shout-outs. I want to shout-out to Dan Kamek because he always gets on my ass about painting. <laughs> so, yeah. Go, Dan. You're awesome. Felix. Okay, we're gonna skip Felix. Why, why are you gonna skip Felix? Uh, it's it's Felix. I hear enough of him. We're on After Dark every night. If you're not there, you're a square. Matt Crozier, I miss your voice, man. Come back. Yeah, where's Crozier been? I don't know, man. He's been dodging me on Facebook, dodging me on the podcast. I'm sick of not hearing from him, man. I called him the other day just to hear his voice. Man could read a phone book. <laughs> oh, I go to sleep reading, the, listening to that phone book. It's Last, naughty when he says it. Yeah, for sure. Very yeah. naughty. Uh, last shout out is to Eric Trowbridge. So I'm going to give a shout out to him. Strange, he strange came strong. down and uh, he smacked me around a little bit this past weekend. 
Uh, it was a lot of fun meeting him, playing him. And uh, last person is uh, Michael Horner for this great store. It's oh, yeah. Good shout-out to Mike. That was a good, good, good shout-out because, yeah. you know, obviously we were playing Kings of War before Michael's store. When you have a public space, you can do a lot more stuff than you could when you're uh, playing in a – we were playing at somebody's house in, like, a garage. And it was cool. But you're not you're not bringing you know it's shady right like yeah. come over to my garage down the you got to drive walk down the alley and behind this building you know yeah if Mike wouldn't open the store we would have never yeah and there's I never played no, yeah. no kidding I I bet you there's 25 people in Memphis that are playing Kings of War at least once a month yep. which is you know crazy Falls how about you what are your expectations or aspirations or goals well, I mean. Uh, as far as like a, you mean like a final thought or something? Yeah, sorry, okay. final thought. Yeah, honestly, uh, I think the community owes a big, big thanks to you. Honestly. Thank you, sir. Well, I mean, uh, I've been, I've been gaming in Memphis for a while, and I've only heard about Kings of War. I'd see a couple of people playing uh, here and there, and I had no interest in it because one of the draws to playing a new game is a community. Right. And when you only see the same couple of guys playing a game, you're like, well, I'd like to get in that game, but there's only two people playing. Yeah, there's only two people playing. Yeah. And we, we have people pushing games around here, and, and some of them you heard of them, some of them you haven't. And they don't really engage anybody. They'll set up a table, and they'll just sit there. Whereas, like, with you, when you came up here, you were, like, grabbing people, say, hey, let me show you this game. Let me give you this demo. Like a used you know? car salesman. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, if there's 30, 40 people playing up here, you've gotten 20 of them into it. Uh, or, and, or I'll probably, you, and I'll, I'll probably get rid of five, probably. Yeah, <laughs> even, even, even Mike. Yeah, that's uh, true. Mike, Mike, did M- not Mike know even a went lot. to a tournament, right? Which is just crazy. Yeah, Huge and he, did, he didn't know anything right. about really Kings of War before he hey, before he met you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I think I think I think I don't think you get enough credit. So man, I'm lo- yeah, so. <laughs> the accolades. Someone's got to get now. He's got to get my wife. No, I mean, I don't get anything out of it. <laughs> but but I, th- I think the, the community wouldn't be at least here locally what it is without you. So well, thank you, Paul. I, I appreciate that. One time I broke Rob's models by one time my one demo of Kings of War. And I felt oh, it's fine. It. The, to be fair, you're talking about my orc army, yeah. which is all mounts orc army, on these stupid bases I made on little plaster bricks. Like, you just touch it and they break off the base, so it's no problem. Well, all right, guys, I think that's going to do it tonight. Welcome to Counter Charge. This is Andrew Mobley. This is Jeremy Carlson. This is Kyle Dino Lord Poole. Uh, Trey Jenkins. And I'm Rob Enough, and we're back again for a second round of people that are in, participating in the Slow Grow League at War Room Hobbies. We're going to learn a little about additional f- four players that are in the league and kind of get to know their armies, why they pick the armies that they're, they're playing, and kind of what their expectations are for the league. Before we get there, though, let's go around the horn and introduce yourself. What's your ga- you know, gaming origin story? Some of us have got long ones, some of us may have short ones, but let's start with Trey. So I started playing tabletop games uh, in February of 2020. So great time to start doing that. With the pandemic. Yep, right right there. And I uh, picked up Guild Ball was the first game that got me in. And uh, that was shortly murdered. That yep. spring, they kind of said, we're done with. Yep, in April, they, they killed the game. Uh, and so I moved over to Marvel Crisis Protocol. And then Rob over here just constantly needling me about uh, Kings of War. And I finally bought in and I've loved it ever since. Well, did you buy in? Because yeah, I mean, I've, I've you got three. Models. I've got, I have so, like, models. My my, okay. my army is centered around things that I can't get in Mantic models. Fair enough. Fair I, enough. I've, I own plenty of dwarves. They're just uh, that's, that's, the, fair. that's the, fair. The I got to give you a hard time though. Yeah, the the ancillary units are, are not uh, not models that I've gotten. So 
limited gaming yep. history, right? Yep. So you played mostly skirmish games to yep. this point. Yeah. So this is obviously your first game, but you also play Armada, right? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Armada as well. Playing Dwarves there. Um, I'm very uh, one note with my my uh, Kings of War flavor. Keep here. it consistent. Same yep. same paint Dwar- scheme, right? Yep. Dwarves and Vanguard. Dwarves and Kings. Dwarves and Dwarves and Armada. I, I mean, I just like Dwarves. I like the like the steampunk like mechanical feel that they have. Um, my main king's army is uh, ice dwarves and bears, and that you're using the imperial dwarf list. Yeah, imperial dwarf list. Um, same thing with vanguard, but yeah, it's a lot of lot of snow, a lot of ice, and a lot of dwarves and bears. And a lot of defense six. Yeah, lost yeah. so much defense six. Well, let's throw it over to the man that doesn't need introduction, but we'll introduce him anyways. Kyle Poole. Uh, yeah. So for the, like three of you who don't know who I am, Kyle Dino. He's kind of a big deal. <clears throat> I'm. I mean, I'm no Dustin Howard. Well, I mean, you're friends with. Eric Trowbridge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's a big deal. I'm Eric Trowbridge's uh, punching bag yeah. for master's practice. Uh, no, I moved down uh, across the country from Columbus, Ohio to uh, Memphis, and now I'm at the hobby shop that Rob's trying to get me to sponsor. Uh, you know, War Room one day will sponsor Rob after all these episodes. You, you, definitely, uh, you definitely buy a lot of stuff here, too, which yeah, helps. I, he keeps the lights on. I pay for at least one of these chairs. No, so I am a goblin player through and through, so I decided uh, instead of doing another competitive... Well, what's your history of oh, gaming? I guess I we'll get to that. We'll get to the I army could answer Rob's Come on question now. This in is, this order. Is, I guess this is not like you know. Yeah, this is a pro operation. Uh, so here. gaming history. Uh, there's pictures of me gaming before I remember being able to game. Uh, I've been wargaming historical and fantasy and stuff since I was like four years old. Started painting when I was five. I won one of those ten and under painting contests, and then I turned eleven, and the competition went oh. Now there's real people who paint. I mean, it got a lot harder, but I've been I've been wargaming my whole life. I grew up doing generic fantasy, mass chainmail, like Chainmail 2000, onto Richmond for historical American Civil War, uh, Bravo Company, and Charlie Company, which I still don't understand the difference between the two rule sets for Vietnam. Um, World War II, over the trenches, all sorts of different rule sets from cowboy on cowboy duel to mass like 14 foot fantasy super battles. Right. Um, so I've been gaming my whole life. I did. The card game, the video games, all of it. And when I found Kings of War, I was like, well, that's it. That that hits all my niches between rank and flank American Civil War and historical and orcs and goblins and fantasy. And then when I heard I could use dinosaurs, that was that was the it. So that's how I went from being a four-year-old with pictures taken of me wargaming to now where I deliberately spend money on wargaming. Well, let's throw it over to the man. I didn't know his first name until recently. But Jeremy, welcome to the show. And you know what? You got a, a long track record with uh, gaming as well. Yeah, I'm, originally I started with D and D, like a lot of people had. Um, of course, then Magic. Now the only bad thing about Magic is I actually left Magic in 1997. So I was Alpha and Beta and Unlimited stuff, and then I said, no, I can't do this anymore. And then, of course, wargaming started to get a a little big with the historicals. Mm -hmm. I never really got into the 40K or anything like that. But then probably 19 is when I really, really got into it because Star Wars Legion came out, Star Wars X-Wing. Yeah, 2019 was a big year. A lot of great stuff coming out. Armada. And then, of course, Kings of War was something I looked at. And I actually ended up picking up one of the starter sets because I figured if I... You picked it up a long time ago, right? And it's been sitting on your shelf. And it was not until the league... Well, part of it was the, the whole with COVID. Yep. You know, about the time was about to start it, everything got shut down. Right, so right. you couldn't do it. And then plus I was doing my move for my retirement, which slowed everything down too. So. Well, how old are you if you're retired? 44. You said 44? 44. 
Jeez. Hey, retire when I'm, you I'm, can. I'm 48. I so. just I turned 30 like three days ago. Right? Yeah, get out of here, Kyle. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, well, you know, he actually won his first painting contest, you know, three days ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> like Trey, Marvel Crisis Protocol, the lead. You have Malifaux too, don't you? I got Malifaux. Yes, yeah, so you play Malifaux, a lot of the Malifaux is games. because of a bad weekend of dice rolling. You want the card mechanic. I was like, I know how cards work because I worked in casinos for 20 <laughs> 20 years, so yeah, let's go to that. <laughs> right. Well, let's throw it over to Andrew. Welcome to the show, and what you know, give us your give us your bona fides. Well, uh, the um, I guess the catalyst was probably board games as a kid with the family. Uh, my brother and I played. Uh, were they like mass market games? Or yeah, like Risk. Yeah. My brother and I Risk. Played I love Risk. You know, all night. Long. Axis and Allies. Yeah, Axis and yep. Allies. That mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, and then uh, you know D and D in college, that kind of stuff. Uh, picked up HeroScape. To start with uh, Cody when we, he was younger, and we just started uh, playing that for fun. Walked into um, a battle bunker for and picked up 40k. Here was it the battle bunker yeah, here, yeah, Memphis, yeah, yeah. And then fantasy battles, we played that. We, we mm-hmm. built all kind of 40k armies, mostly playing against each other, but some at the bunker. Um, so yeah, just that kind of stuff. Just you know, playing uh, with him mostly, something for him and I to do as when he was a young. And you guys are from Mississippi, right? Like, well, just yeah, just, just over the border, just over the border. Yeah, yeah, and. You guys are all Memphis? Yeah. Memphis? Well, you're technically all over the place. You're Arkansas, right? Yeah, I'm doing the whole travel thing with my retirement, so we're working on the house over in Arkansas. Right. We've still got the house over here. we got the house in Memphis, and then, right. of course, I'm just traveling the country as much Enjoying as Enjoying life. Yeah. Man, I'd love to get to that point. Well, let's go around the horn again, and let's find out what armies you've decided to play for the Slow Girl League. Kyle, you go first, because you got a cool theme. Yeah. Uh, I think so anyways, so that counts. I decided to go and build something that has no competition level in mind. I just want to build for the hobby, for hobby's sake. So I did some elves like two years ago, painted like Sin City. So the only colors are grayscale and then red to bright red on the models. And then the basing is the most lush, like aggressively vibrant flowers and flora and fauna and all the weird plant words I don't know that I could find. So every color of the rainbow is sitting there in flowers where the, the elves are full mantic, uh, above full model count, and they're all grayscale and red, so Sin City themed. Uh, the lore is the Legion of the Wilted Rose. So is this army continuation of that? This is, two years ago I made one mage and a troop of archers, and I thought, this is stunning. And then uh, I didn't paint them anymore because I got distracted by dinosaurs again. So this is a continuation of two years ago, okay. me building this army in full. Um, and I'm pushing what you can do with multi-basing to the max. I have a full-scale 28-millimeter ruined church chopped up into the multi-bases, uh, all sorts of terrain and, and custom pieces built right into it. Uh, so the, the painting is pretty simple. The basing is going to take way longer than I had envisioned. Um, and the, the real quick lore of them is it's a group of, of elves that are basically immortal mercenaries they sell their soul they sell their passion and when they sign the color literally fades from their existence and the only thing left is the grayscale and then as they kill become more martially powerful the blood dyes their armor to a glowing red uh so the more important a model is in the army the more red it has so like my dragon lord my tiered in dragon lord is bright neon red head to toe there's no grayscale on him and then my archer scouts have almost no red for example so there's like lore and stuff, but it's really just a fun way to play with every Mantic model I can find. That's cool. A lot to unpack there. 
Jeremy, how about you? You got Northern Alliance, right? Well, yeah. How'd you end up with that army? Well, part of it was because of getting the starter set. And you bought the Mega Army, is that right? Uh, I ended up picking up that later. But originally, I picked up that uh, War of the North starter set. Oh, the two-player starter set with that yeah. and Knights. Did you, did you swap out the Night Stalkers with somebody else? Uh, actually, I still have those. I just didn't go into them as much because I had those so we could play at the house, too. Yeah. A smaller game. And we can still do that with those. But I, they were okay, but I preferred the Northern man, I, Alliance. So Those two-player starter sets, man... It, they're it, awesome, dude. Uh, the best. The reason awesome. I liked it was I, I bought like ten of the game. <laughs> you know, I got more rats and and, and goblins <laughs> and night stalkers and alliance. But you're but still I, buying goblins. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's a funny story. They were they were trying to shame me on the countercharge page <laughs> for playing goblins in a goblin list. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So what's the goblins? What's your th- so what's the story behind your you know your army? Uh, well, mine are uh, kind of think uh, the free folk in a way coming in on Game of Thrones. Like a hippie coming. commune. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but they're all coming in from the north, trying from, to go... From the other side of the wall. You know, trying to get down to where it's warmer, which is making them have to battle these elves and dwarves and all that to find a spot for themselves. Uh, I'm going with the theming of a lot of hills, ice, snow, dead grass, stuff like that. And, of course, uh, some deader trees and some... Like snowy pines, and you fully committed to the multi basing. Let's talk about some of the your your what you're what you're doing with your basing. Yeah, really cool. doing a whole the whole thing with the multi basing. Basically, each one of these base not like Kyle's has taken a long time. Mine take four days just from a drawing standpoint because. I'm using the spray foam. You're, you're making basically hills on the base yeah, out of the spray foam, and then hills, you're adding flock and all kinds of stuff over top. You have to painting uh, it, painting it, and spackling it, and then you got the trees and everything, all that. So just all that. Each base takes about four days to do. That's awesome. Just from a dry, drying standpoint. Yeah, that's awesome. Story wise, so you're, you're you're coming down from the north. You're fighting. You're you're you yeah, know I'm trying to find a place for themselves. Andrew, how about your army? Also Northern Alliance. Oh, okay. Well, you know, Northern Alliance is a popular army, and they make well, I, I they have a good those, model range. Uh, I like the uh, the aesthetic of it. I like uh, the look. It's different than just a, kind of the normal knights and on on horses and whatnot. Uh, but it's just basic snow theme. I didn't go too uh, too complicated. It's painted though. It is painted. It is yeah, painted. it's a lot more painted than mine or yeah. most people. This stuff. is a slow grow. League, yeah, sir. This yeah. man with its full. No, it, painted it, it, army. For him, it's a fast grow league. Yeah. <laughs> fully painted. He's like fully it's done at that. Yeah, very <laughs> nice. Beautiful though. Yeah. Well, I I'm never happy with anything I've painted. So Eric, we'll just I'll give that to Cody and then just move yeah. on to the next, right? But I'm doing the multi basing too, so I, I'm yeah. enjoying that. What, what so multi basing? What are you, are you using? Foam or what? what no, are I'm you? using uh, cork. Okay. Uh, cork and um, just some some spackling gravel. You know, all, awesome. that, all that fun stuff. But uh, nothing nothing overly complicated. Just you know, hills. And what's your story? What, what's the story behind your army? Or well, I always kind of look at Northern Alliance, and to me, they're kind of uh, like a hunting party. They're um, I don't really have anything really fleshed out yet as far as the, the background. Other than that, I just kind of see them as, as a kind of a hunting scouting party, um, as kind of the the vanguard of a larger force. That's kind of always how I I think of them. Well, and you played a lot of vanguard. Yes. And you played Northern Alliance and vanguard, so it's kind of like the perfect extension. You're like, okay, I know how the characters work. Right. And now we'll take it on the, the bigger scale. Empire of Dust is still the best Vanguard. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> we, 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 uh, we've had to play against that quite a bit. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I've, I've named mine the, uh, the Northern Alliance of Dwarves. 
Um, it's a dumb name, and it, it's it's I just, it just cracks me up every single time. Uh, like I said, it's uh, it's it's snow dwarves, and basically my 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 knowledge of the lore of Panathor and everything is a little little. Hey, you know the word Panathor? That's that's more than most people. So, <laughs> um, but. The, the idea is that they were sent north by the king, and uh, then word came back that, like, they were just gone. Like, they... So the, the king has abandoned them, so they just got... So they're just written off. Yeah, they're just written yeah. off, and so they've, they've found, a, found a home up north there, um, and they've, you know, found a lot of nice polar bears that they've, that they've come across, and just all, all different kinds of bears, and uh, lots of uh, flame belchers to keep them warm. Um... Doing doing some multi basing, uh, I I've got two horde bases done, um, and that's about it as far as basing. Everything else is kind of fall. Yeah, it's it's stacks on stacks of pink uh, pink expanded foam there that I've really really enjoyed, and that's that's one of the things that drew me to Kings of War most is just the building diorama portion of it more than models, um, and that's I mean it's 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 good. very creative. Yeah, right. It's an opportunity. Kings of War is very figure agnostic, and you can really. Yeah. There's uh, only so much you can do on a 32 millimeter round. Right, exactly. A, well, skirmish, skirmish games in yeah. general, right? Like most of them say you're gonna play with this model. Yeah. Like this is Iron Man, or this is the Hulk. It's like, well, this is the model we make. Yep. And so you're kind of you're kind of stuck with it. Whereas we're like, you have a pack of Thunder Wolves. Yep. I mean, he has a Bear Titan. Yeah, I do, I do have a bear. Yeah, he's bear up on his hind legs. Yeah, he's uh, he's standing up. He's like fully armored. He's got one hand extended, one hand holding a giant frost axe. Uh, it's it's on the seventy five mil, and it stands about six to seven inches tall. Uh, it's a it's it's a unit. That was kind of the the key point that when I saw that model, I was just like, oh, there's my theme. Cool. <laughs> that literally just kind of cemented it for me. Now I found a bunch of little models for bears to run as like the hunting, the massive hunting pack. Um, still looking for some good like bear riders to run as Brocks, um, but that's a, I don't know, it's a pretty like niche theme. It's not well explored in in STLs or in uh, in you know pre-made yeah, models n- as well. Themes that are very specific like that. You know, it's easy to follow, right? Yeah. It's, it's it's very easy to know when you're deviating too far. Yeah. No bears, no snow, no go. Yep. I mean, it's yeah. awesome. Well, let's throw it over to Andrew. Uh, what is it about Kings of War that you that you, that has attracted you to the game? Uh, well, honestly, uh, the the War Room and you, I mean, you being here and that having such an active community, um, that absolutely yeah. drew me into it. Because uh, before, you know, it's kind of hard to find opponents. Even at the bunker, it was hard to find. It, so it was a lot of just me and me. They didn't have a lot of open gaming yeah. and stuff. And even Especially when they did, towards the it end. was always inconsistent of who was yeah. going to show up. So, uh, so yeah, just the, the fact that there's such an active community here. Uh, and, yeah, you and your demos and your excitement certainly is. is we, 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 did, we did just enough to get you interested. Just you enough, know. yeah. Yeah. The first hit is always free, right? <laughs> right. Uh, is there anything about the rules that you enjoy? Well, just that, it, that it's simple. Like, um, I don't have to constantly crack open the rule book when I'm playing. I mean, it's, I, I've, I've, there's, I've always learned something new every time I play, but um, but I have, feel like I, I have I think a you're learning tactics, just, though, not things well, about your army, well, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. learning the rules. You're just right. learning something that's nuanced about, right. oh, if I do this and this with my... Yeah, just basic spacing yeah. and things like that and kind of how to, you know... Uh, how to set up the army for that uh, that initial first turn and try to get that first um, first charge, that kind of thing. But but the rules themselves are easy enough that you can that you kind of have a good grasp of them just on a read through and 
but still interesting enough that you can you can add some strategy to it. Same question to you, Jeremy. Uh, definitely a big part of it has to be the community that's up here. There's a lot of people playing. It's a large... There's, more, you know, there's a lot of people that are not even in the snow to play. Yeah, there's a large community. Um, and the other thing is, it's not just that it's a large community. It's a community of a lot of nice, helpful people. <laughs> not people who are trying to be gatekeepers and keep other people out. Almost everyone in this community wants... We want to help to play, new yeah. players w- to play. So my theory is that uh, Kings of War is is a type of game system that actually attracts the, a different type of gamer because it, because it doesn't it's not a list construction game. Nothing wrong with that if you like like Malifaux where you're trying to build a list that's like yeah I mean or it, Infinity. It is different on that sense, but I mean, and there's still the list construction part of it where you can build a list that's just not going to work well. Yeah, but you can make one that works well. But the big thing is. I've run into a lot of other games that you have the so-called gatekeepers who do everything in their power to not be welcoming to new people. Like, you mean smashing people into the ground and stuff? Yeah. I I do that all the time. Yeah, but it's different. (laughs) You don't, when it's someone new, Right. even if you're smashing them into the ground, you're not making them feel bad about it. You're actually teaching them and going, well, here's why this happened, here's why this happened, and you're not sitting there going, ha, ha, ha. So what you're saying is Trey's the reason why Marvel Courses Protocol is not yeah, taking off. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, 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 because, yeah, yeah. Him and Robert. I've heard Look, that a few a, times. There's a reason I don't run Black Order for most of those games, so hey, I, we, I intentionally run Guardians. It's hey, sad. we all know Zemo's the best. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's a big part of it. And then, um, Another thing is the fact that it's got the three different forms of the same game, essentially. The you ships, do, the you skirmish, can do the and giant the giant army game, uh-huh. or you have the nice little small skirmish game that doesn't take as long if you just have a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, with the addition to Armada, which Kyle gave us a demo of that one, and that one. It looked a lot harder than it was, but when Trey and I were done with round two, we didn't even need him anymore. It yeah, was I that think, easy. I think round one and round two took about an hour, hour and a half each, and then after that, I was just like, oh. Kyle, same question to you. You've obviously been playing Kings of War for a long time. What keeps you here? Three-part answer. I'll keep it simple because everyone's already heard it. The community is El Fuego, as my nephew would say. For the <laughs> El older, Fuego. For the older people, that means like it's, it's cool, man. Uh, the community is great. Like said, I moved. You, you already said that. I did. I looked. <laughs> I looked directly I'm, I'm, at, at I'm, I'm, I'm a little happy about that. I can't Andrew look at Trey. Trey's younger than, younger than me. No, I moved nine and a half hours south from Columbus, Ohio, to Memphis, and the community here is bigger than it is there. But before that, when I moved here, I already knew like twelve people just right. from the community. And then by Lots extension, there's here. introduction and and going. So the second piece is the tournament scene. This is a rule set that. You can play in a basement, you can play at a kitchen table, and you can play at a tournament. And I would argue the only difference between casual play and tournament play is how many beers I drink. I drink more at tournaments and less at home. And then the third is uh, Rob's going to have to use his little hammer mallet sound effect, but this is simple as but super hard to master. I mean, it's not uncommon to do a demo game with someone who knows how to play war games, whether it's 40K, whether it's a circles of fantasy, and by like turn three... They're really like, pretty much just go away. Let me do my own thing. I've, I think I've got a good grasp of it. And I mean, I own a hardback rule book that goes with me everywhere. And even after the pandemic, I think I only had to open it up to remember if a certain spell was affected by cover. Like, I, I don't need that rule book. You don't book. need the rule book very much. It's, it's pretty rare, pretty minimal. And most of it's just like, I haven't played in a year. What's this do? Oh, Blade of Beast Slayer doesn't help in this situation. Got it. 
uh, that's that's about it. But I play this for the community first, the gameplay second, and it's a great way to steal people. By steal, I mean encourage them to play a multiple and diverse collection of fun, enjoyable hobbies. Well, I will say we have a lot of different games supported community-wise at Rollworm Hobbies. We have a pretty robust uh, 40K scene. We've got an AOS. We've got a little bit of Malifaux occasionally. We used to have Marvel Crisis Protocol. We have a relatively strong Legion community. So, you know, and I think there's no, I think there's something to be had from all those different games. I think King, Kings of War is just like one more arrow in the quiver of the, of the Omni Gamer. It's just a, a good arrow. Well, it is. I, I well, the, the, one of the things that I always champion is the fact that it, it's you said it. It's a game that a ca- it can be played casually. Like I, I haven't played this in six months, but the game hasn't changed. Like I can go right back in, and it's the same game. Unlike other games that are constantly, you know, uh, and again, nothing wrong with this, but there's other games that every month there's something new, and you're chasing this meta or whatever you want to call it. There's just this, you know, it's a different, it's a different marketing mode, right? And in this one. We know that you know every year we're going to get an annual Clash of Kings update. Every four or five years we're going to get a new book. If we're lucky, we might get like a campaign supplement. That's it, folks. You, you might get an FAQ to, ch- to tweak a few things, but like it's 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 pretty stable. We got 26 armies. They're relatively well balanced. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So you've got this army. Mm-hmm. Where does it go? Where, where what is the end game for this army? Is it like a 5,000 point army with every unit in the list? Is it just only the broke stuff. What are you trying to imply by saying no, I'm not only to, the broke stuff? No, you, you get to imply for yourself. Hey, I mean, three three hordes of Earth Elementals in and a, 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 a 750 point game. <laughs> but I will have you know, I beat them. Yeah, okay? I beat them. I, hey, I'm zero With two. Luggets. <laughs> I'm zero two. Luggets are great, so. and mincers are good too. Yeah, which Kyle has said. Yep. Uh, your your mincers, I forgot existed, and then they came around that building, and I was just Defense like, oh, six. I have to do something about that now. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really know where the, where the end of it is. Um, before coming to like tabletop and war games, I'd consider myself, uh, it, as far as video games go, a serial monogamist, um, where I just sort of pick up one thing and then play it super hardcore. Until you're tired of until it? Until I'm just completely okay. tired of it, and then I pick up something else, and then I can always come back to the other thing and just slide But you don't. It. Let's be honest. You, I do. mean, it, you don't. Yeah, usually not, but... Um, and since since finding out about War Room, like and working, and working yeah, here, and working here now, all of right. a sudden for some reason, uh, I don't know how that happened. It's because of the discount. Let's yeah, be honest. It's, it's, you're not wrong. It's it definitely helps. Uh, I I see so many cool games, um, and like I I play Legion, I play X Wing, I play Marvel Crisis Protocol, like, but those games sell themselves off of the IP. Um, and whereas the rule sets on those are great and the community is fine. Yeah, and like I think Warhammer lore is absolutely fantastic. Just like I think World of Warcraft lore is absolutely fantastic. I've played four hours of World of Warcraft though, but I've read books on it. Like right. it's, it just, the, the lore of those things are really, really intriguing, but the games themselves don't really speak to me. Uh, Kings of War, just like I got a demo from it. I was like, okay, cool. I know how this game works. Like, right. just after one day, I was like, I get how this game works, and it's enjoyable. And list building is is not something that I. It's not. It's not a muscle that I've got worked out. I mean, I'm playing, you know, like a year, so it's not a not a muscle that I've gotten worked out. And Kyle's helped me out with a few lists. And so he just told you to take everything with Defense Six. Yeah. Well, I, I think you told me that initially, but I probably uh, did. I probably he, did. He told me to take you know, uh, twelve units of throwing massives in my well, twenty three hundred list. So right. Um, but it's it's the community here is great, and I think I think a big part of that is that. 
the game's what 11 years old 10 year 10 10 11 years old so yeah it's, 2010 yeah, so like, it's a, but i mean it really came into its own in 2015 with the second edition yeah. like yeah. it's it's a fledgling game it, it attracts a certain group of of players like you mean crusty I, old veterans? Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, of war games. I mean, I'll be honest. It's 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 a it is a it's an older breed. I, yeah, I, it, I get it. It's, it's I have I, mean, I have seen that. Like everybody's in here with the new hot warhammer, and I'm like, eh, I'll just I'll just go over here with the chill game. <laughs> uh, but then but then also, like the amount of tournament players that are here, uh, like I don't think I've won a game that's over two thousand points, and I've. Probably got thirty-five games or so. Of Kings of War. Yeah, of Kings of War. And you haven't won a game. I have not won a single game. I just played well, we Kyle repeatedly. We, we, yeah, well, that's I mostly could, Kyle's fault. Pretty, pretty much any other Goblins player, I think I've got a good chance at two thousand points. But I know the Goblin Dwarf matchup very well. But I still just can't can't crack that nut. Yeah. It's come close a few times, but um, and that that is something that that I don't mind getting my teeth kicked in. Like, it, it, I mean, you're learning, and every yeah, exactly. every time you lose, you learn something. Exactly. And Kyle's a great guy, so I don't mind losing to him. Like that that definitely helps as well. But getting getting my teeth kicked by somebody whose name is in the rule book, I'm I, you know I'm okay with that. And like losing to you, like in our in our thing, I'm like I expected I you know sort of expected that. Like there's a few people here that I I just expect to lose because. I don't have the. Depth. You're never gonna win if you expect to lose well, all the time. Well, right? I, mean, I don't expect to lose every time. You have a good habit of walk me through why this didn't work. Right. Oh, I I put too many things in front of my important yeah. unit, and by turn six, it didn't do anything. Yeah. When so, you put, and that's one of the great things about the game. It's only six turns to walk back through. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, putting two hordes uh, nuts to butts is uh, not a good idea, and I will never do that again. So. So let's go over to Jeremy. Uh, same question. You know, kind of just. What's the army look like? Where it is today, and what what's your grand scheme? Trolls, 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 giant, giant harem. Then a bunch of little short men and a couple dwarves running around. So specifically to that list, are you really going to go that route, or do you want to expand? Well, no, the the plan is it's going to be most trolls. Well, no, I'm not uh, I'm not going to that extreme. Yeah, but it's going to be three or four units of the trolls. Uh huh. Uh, th- three, may- maybe four of the giants. And then... Well, you can have three and Harim, right? Yeah. So you could have, yeah, yeah. So you could have a total of four. And then some humans running around and, like, maybe one unit of dwarves, maybe two units of dwarves running around with them. And then probably the wolves. Okay. But other than that, I'm not getting into the ice naiads or anything. Because you're letting other people have. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm playing range. Andrew. Andrew's going with all the really frosty people. Right. So, well, he's staying north. Yeah, he, he, he's staying north. Which We're trying weird, to get you away. Think the trolls would want to stay up there with all that fur. No, but they're like, man, this is the, no, we don't want to be up here anymore. Same question to you, Andrew. You know, kind of where does the army sit, and what what, do you, what is your Expectation for the end game on on the Northern Alliance is it every model in the you know, every unit in in the army or do you have? Oh, no, it's every unit. I'm a completionist, absolutely. Right. So I want all the toys. Well, that's that's what I like about the game, though, is that you know, I can run Northern Alliance in so many different ways. So I have built several different lists. Some with uh, you know as much speed as I can put in. Some with uh, you know as many hordes as I can put in. So. No, I just I want all the toys, so that's I'm, I'm I've got about 1250, which is where we are next in the in the league, ready to go. But I no, I just keep buying keep buying the toys. So, well, you got the luxury of being able to hobby 
for your son too, right? So you can that was a luxury. You got oh, yeah, that's a luxury, right? You get the you get the luxury of painting two armies. Well, I wouldn't mind if he painted his own. I mean, I'm not against that. He just won't do it. Right. <laughs> he gave you a good smile, <laughs> Kyle. Over to you. You know, this army is something you had started a few years ago. Is the end game everything in the list? Is it? Just, just a two thousand point army? Is it? What is it? Yeah, that's a fair question. Looking at my model stash, um, so for goblins, I went with the I'll collect everything. So I did three of each hero, three of each monster, and then I realized, well, I got like five and a half thousand points. So now I need five of each hero, five of each war machine, and that's a never ending loop. And as a collector of orcs and goblins of all games, uh, that's my this closet will forever be full. So for the elves, I I build a, a hard rule for the elf army. Uh, the multi-base all clicks together, and it is its own display board. And when I build the frame, um, which is five troops of battle cats long, and then it's, uh, I think, two feet deep. So when that frame is done, that is the elf army. And that's uh, it. it. It's going to be one massive art piece, like, all in, everything I can do. And when that piece is done, uh, it's going to be real damn hard to add something to my fully sculpted and complete multi-base where I've forgotten what I bought five years ago to do the base. It's at that point, if you want to do a different unit, you got to build a new elf army. Yeah, it, it would have to be either new army or I have to make like little tiny auxiliary picture frames for, hey, Mantic released a cool model I really want, so it gets to be like an Austin Kerrigan standalone in the side, except not painted as well right. at all. So yeah, it's it's uh, give or take four, four and a half thousand points, but the the model line really is... Once the frame is built, it's done. That's it, and then I can move on. I do not need another lifelong collecting hobby of orcs and goblins to turn into elves. I don't, nope. Awesome, awesome. It's going to happen, you know it, right? <laughs> no, I got too many orcs, man. Jeremy, we talked a little bit about your army and where you see the army going. What do you? What's the? What's the? What's the desirable outcome of this league? What, what do you want to accomplish in the league? I'm basically, uh, a lot of it is getting my multi-basing down and... My painting. Hobby, I, mean, I like that. The guy leads with hobby. I mean, he didn't uh, even talk about gaming. He said, I don't care about winning. I want to be hobby. I like oh, it. no, no. Uh, it's still winning. And, you know, Austin and Kyle are on the top of the list. Luckily, I already beat Kyle once, so I'm good for the whole rest of the Don't season. play him again. Yeah, I don't have to. Don't you play know, him again. I don't, I've already beat him once. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> but now, now, so now i got to take Austin with his, you know. Ogres. Well, you know, to be fair, it's. You just got to get in Austin's well, head. That's no, all you got to do. Oh, yeah, all you got to do is get in his head, and he'll change his army right. before the end anyway. He's not, so. He'll never learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, actually, it's more because I'm actually getting ready for what my final army will be, which isn't Northern Alliance. What's your final army? Of course, Empire of Dust. Empire that of way, dust. I got Empire of Dust, Empire of Dust, and Empire of Dust. Because all, you for know, all three systems. Because you, you got know, them in Vanguard and Armada. Because you know how much I love them in Vanguard. Hey, they're they're great. The Entomb, the Entomb. I wish they had Entombed in the big game. Well, that might be a little broken. <laughs> that would be broke. Yeah, that's why it's not there. But they're yeah. giving me an Entombed in Armada too. Right. So of course, Empire yeah. of Dust and Armada. So eventually, now the biggest thing on that is I'm actually kind of waiting for one of two things to happen. I'm either going to find some good STL files on my own, mm -hmm. or Mantic will come out with the re-sculpts. Because currently I'm not a fan. The hybrid kits are a bit much. Well, it's not just that, but the you can tell it was like the second or third army that they ever came out with. Because they're a little dated now. Well, a lot of them are metal too, which is yeah, I heard it was like half metal, half plastic. Well, that's, too, that's what I mean. So. The hybrid kits, yeah, and those are hard to put together because you know metal's difficult enough. But then you're trying to make it match 
with the plastic and the metal, and it's yeah. it's not it's so. Not easy. Uh, I'm, and I know they'll eventually get some, but they had to get the ratkins out and all that. But uh, yeah, definitely the elves and Empire of Dust really kind of need a new sculpt. Andrew, over to you. You know what what is kind of your expectation for the league? Oh, kind of the same thing. Um, just to have fun. I mean, that's, this is this is that. It's a hobby, right? So yep. I'm, I'm, you know, this is my downtime, my relaxed time. Is the, the painting, the multi-basing, doing all that. Um, I, I maybe like to win a little more too, though. I do want to win. Uh, get to tournaments. I'm looking forward to the, the tournament scene, trying to get involved. In and you signed up for NashCon, right? NashCon. That's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, but basically, have fun. I mean, I, ultimately, I don't really care at the end of the day, win or lose. But as long as, as long as I'm playing good people and having fun, and just having, the, like I guess, the downtime to just take this on as a hobby. Yep. Well, Kyle, obviously, you don't need the slow grow league to build an army. So, what's what's you know why are you doing it? What's the plan? Uh, for me, it's a chance to have peer pressure. Is the polite way to say I suck at focusing on hobby. Because it's really easy for me to grab another dinosaur out of the box and work on flushing that out or, or take something else and be like, hey, I'm just going to work on this. So for me, the the Hobby League is a jump start to get through some of that gray pain sitting in there. Um, we're working on moving again, so it, it's a way to focus on a specific project that I don't have to unpack everything else and find stuff. And more importantly for me, uh, I think I've only won like two games. They are both against Jeremy when we were going over the rules and, and getting fresh with everything. Uh, my goal is to not win anything because of a, a list or some uh, BS I'm confident in how this works thing. So I'm just taking random crap, shoving it together, dumb stuff, having fun. And my real goal is to say, hey, do you want help while we're playing or do you want to play it hard or how do you want to play this? Because I'm happy to walk you through your turn or walk you through what I'm doing with full description or do you want to say, well, my intent's to do this. How do I do it? And sort of be the person who goes, you tell me how many tooltips you want to pop up on the screen during our game. Right. And I'll, I'll be that dial. Uh, if I don't win a single game, I will be ecstatic. Unfortunately, Jeremy lost to me during a demo. It's his fault. He did. Cause you always let the Wookiee win. Yeah. Right? He didn't roll good with Harim. Isn't, <laughs> I mean, it, it's on him. Um, but yeah, no in that corner crying. Yeah. <laughs> The, the goal for me is to, to see this community explode and then to have somebody judge me for not hobbying fast enough. That's Oh, that's man, nice you want to be like, Tis, you didn't hobby fast yeah, enough. Yeah, Eric Trowbridge is great at it, but he's nine and a half hours away, so it hurts less. Trey, what do you want to achieve out of this out of this slow grow league? Uh, so I've done a few leagues for other things in the past, and my favorite thing is uh, there's always somebody to play. Like that's kind of the everybody's motivated, and so yeah. there's like this like, constant churn of players yeah, all the time. It, you don't, and get, it's usually Taylor. Yeah, yeah. No, it, this Taylor, guy's up Taylor's here four days a week. Reps in. He's getting them rep. Four. He's up here like six and a half. It's insane. It's um, unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah, like getting. So so the, it also puts pressure on me to hobby as well. Um, because I can be a little. Because you're not intrinsically motivated. You need people yeah, to beat on you. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's it's you know like I'll spend this entire amount of time trying to get this perfect waterfall on the bay so that it's just like, eh, you know, if it's not ready by this time, you know, this is good enough. Um, and, you know, it helps kill the procrastination with it as well. But uh, playing games is always fun. And, I mean, there's no shortage of people to play in the Memphis area. Um, there's a having, ton. 
but, but being a part of a league is always fun in, in just anything you do. Like, if you ever see a league for any type of game that you like, I highly, highly uh, encourage it. I don't really have any expectations for, for record or anything. Uh, I think at this point I'm shooting for uh, last place, so, uh, you know, we'll see. we'll see how that goes on the... Trey also gets paid to play. Well, that's that. true. He's on the clock yeah, and playing I'm, I'm in the league. Anyway, yeah, so. that is that is a thing, and right? To be clear, I cleared it first. I was like, "Hey, can I do this? Like, is it cool?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." I was like, "All right, well, I'm sold." Rob's gonna cut that sentence just so you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna sure make you sound like a crazy strip. person. Yeah. Exactly. Now, of course, the one bad thing about with the painting being in Memphis, there's a lot of players, but we've got so many good painters in Memphis that it makes it really hard when you look at theirs and then you look at yours and. You did a good job, but then when you see theirs, it's like, um, no. I learned a long time ago there's always better painters, right? Like, everywhere you go, there's going to be people that are ten times better than you in anything. Oh, yeah, but it's also all those painters in here have helped everybody's painting. Oh, yeah, so for sure. More. For I mean, sure. Mine's got they're, so they're, they're not. They're not there's no, I think I forget. I think it was the first group that we chatted. Or maybe it was this group. Maybe you said gatekeeping, right? Yeah, there's no gatekeepers here. Like, everybody wants everybody's hobby to go up. Everybody wants everybody's gaming ability to go up. Because what we want is we want a community where iron sharpens iron, right? Like, there were, you know, a bunch of really high-quality players that are, that are well-faceted as good sportsmen, good painters, and good players. And it's just, you know, the total package, right? That's what all women want, right? The total package, Andrew. Right. That's right. Well, let's throw it over to Kyle. Final thoughts? Uh, <clears throat> Mantic, please re-sculpt your elves, and the league is wonderful. But I'd, I really, final thought, just re-sculpt those elves. Please. They're a little dated at this Please, point. for the love of God. Uh, They'll wait till you get done with your army, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm already committed now. It's, it's too late, Mantic. Ronnie, you you let me down. But, yeah, rescope the else. No, final thought for the, the league. The league is going good. I recommend a slow-grow league. Um, if you don't have one in your area, it's so easy to start it. You walk up to your hobby store owner and you say, hey, if I find, like, eight guys willing to spend money in your shop to do this thing, can we schedule, like, Tuesday night or Thursday night once a week or twice a month or something? Uh, dope, thanks. And then if they say no, be like, hey, you got a garage? You want to do four guys and build build units and we make like two units a month? Sweet. Peer pressure in beer. It gets stuff done. So that's that's my final thoughts. Just do it, man. Jeremy? Oh, yeah, definitely. Slow grows a great way to do it because not only from the peer pressure, but you also get a lot of help and you'll get ideas. You, know, you see something. You'll the best see ideas come from somebody else. Or when you're doing something, it's like, hey, what are you doing over there? Oh, I could start. I could use that. You know, I could definitely do that on my own. You know. And so plus, what you're saying is that every dwarf army needs to take the dread, the dead dwarves and make them the guardsmen of the door. Like that, or you put them on a bed, or or have them sleeping on a bed. <laughs> right? They're not good. dead. They're sleeping. That's yeah, right. It's, it, it's that's an extra three units in every single one of those drawer boxes. <laughs> you heard it here. Maximize the plastic they're already giving you. That's a millionaire mentality. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's retired at 44. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he uses the casualties that as models. Would be why. That's right. That's right. Trey, final thoughts for you? Final thoughts. Um, if you've never used a static grass applicator, it's <laughs> amazing. It is a magic trick and a half. No, I, I mean, I sung the praises of doing leagues earlier. Um, slow girl leagues, uh, as difficult as it is to say, it's a, it's, a, it's a blast to play. Last but not least. I'm a big fan. This is the, the Vanguard League and now uh, the slow girl This is the first time I've done leagues like this. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan because there's, like um, like someone said, it's a, there's this guaranteed night 
every week. You're going to play somebody together, and you know, yep. you come up here and there's going to be games. Individuals are here having a good time and yep. and sharing, um, you know, sharing ideas and like, just looking at some of the thing like this building this guy's doing. It's crazy with the broke down yeah. church and everything. Like, yeah, I, I've clearly not put enough imagination into my basing, so I, I've got to I've got to yeah, ramp, ramp this my is game the, up. You still have plenty, your, your army is still small, right? You it is small, future. and I'm sure you have the right size bandsaw. <laughs> well, that's true too. That hurts on the inside. I mean, I thought all bandsaws were taller than eight inches. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I didn't think through uh, the part. Not for, one uh, of them. <laughs> I designed everything to fit inside a nine-inch bandsaw because I ordered a nine-inch bandsaw with nine inches clearance. What I didn't think to check was nine inches of clearance is for the cutting port, but it's not for the blade. So it's actually an eight-inch cutting bandsaw. So I cut my entire massive full-to-scale 28-millimeter church by hand on my back patio with a lot of profanity and some band-aids instead of using the bandsaw that would have done it in, I don't know, a minute and a half. And it would have been a lot easier. Yeah, and now I get to spend like six days filling all the gaps and cuts that I may have done in error. And he did decide he had to cut himself when he put the bandsaw together. I I also did... Uh, follow none of the instructions on bandsaw safety. Having grown up using bandsaws for years, I know how to do it. And I was like, I don't need to do that. I'm comp right through the thumb. Hopefully you enjoyed tonight's content. We're planning to check back in with the players as their armies develop and more enemies are vanquished. Until next time, keep countercharging. What's your theme? <laughs> Snow Girl League. That's like a, that? That's a fun one to say. Yeah, yeah. The Snow Girl League. And what's your theme, your color scheme, your whatever you've got. Well, all right. You want to take us out, Kyle? No, I've, just, I've done it three times, Rob. Give it to right. someone new. Andrew, you want to take us out? He doesn't listen to the podcast. Does anybody listen to the podcast? Trey listens to the podcast. Do you know how to do it? It's, it's uh, keep counter charging. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening and keep counter charging. Boom. See? He just made it happen. Rob, if Rob wants mine, he can cut.